The following podcast contains naughty language and ridiculous situations. Listener discretion is advised. Well, yesterday we lost one of uh, a really fine director in Penny Marshall, who directed Big, and uh, she cracked the uh, $100 million mark for first time for a female director, which is outstanding, and uh, she also directed one of my favorite, if not my favorite, uh, baseball movies in a league of their own. Um, she was a spectacular, funny woman, uh, very funny on Laverne and Shirley, a, a real talented, married a meathead, so she was a real A-plus person. But you know what? Christmas is just around the corner, and I hope everybody's going to get what they want. This coming, what is it? This coming Tuesday is going to be Christmas. Hope you all get what you want. I hope I get what I want, And uh, but fuck all that. Welcome to Trick or Treat Radio. Welcome to episode 334 of Trick or Treat Radio. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture. Navigated by the Deadites. The Deadites are the world's greatest electroshock band. We destroy monsters. We drink booze. We win championship belts. And we watch two movies in December. Fucking tired, Johnny. <laughs> Because of the movies? Come on. It's, fucking, it's one more fucking thing. But You're it's sitting down. Nine, an extra 90 minutes a week. Uh, that's a little more than fucking 90 well, minutes. Well, one of them was 90 minutes. Yeah, Indonesian 90 minutes. <laughs> well, the Indonesian film wasn't that bad. Yeah, well, listen. <laughs> You're sitting down anyway. Yeah. That's how it happens. Yeah, and then you fall asleep. Yes. Yeah. I've been doing that in traffic lately. That's bad. What? You've been yeah. falling asleep <laughs> behind the wheel? Yeah. How many hours do you sleep a night? Like in the day, on average, uh, like two. What the fuck? You can't do that. Yeah, I've been doing it for about. That's why you're not healthy. Well, that's a. That's not why I'm not healthy. It's <laughs> it's it's. it's uh, a, well, everybody's lighting up at the pot shop down the street where he lives. <laughs> it's like a that's symptom. What, that's part of it. Cause. That's got to be part of it. But no, and I, and, but I'm falling asleep in the daytime. Usually, it's you know after midnight I fall asleep in cars. You can't you can't do that. No, it's bad. Why, why do you like? Why do you get so little sleep? I was running around, man. Just running around. It's 2 4 a.m. You're running around. I, just, I guess I'm doing stuff. I got all kinds of things. <laughs> you're you're just a busy person, aren't you? No, no. You got you got you to take a step back. I know. I'm, you, you need to sit down and watch more movies so you can get more sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you should be thanking me. <laughs> thank, thank you, Johnny. <laughs> Johnny, can we go to the movies? Can we go to those nice chairs that you like so much? Sure. I, I actually just booked uh, two reservations to go see movies in the next week. Whoopie do. That'll help me sleep. <laughs> All right, so we have we have a guest. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and and jump into things here? So he hasn't, you know, I want to introduce the guest first. But so Dynamo, just to let you know, he's running a little bit late. He should be here in just a little bit. So if you don't hear the dulcet tones of Mister Mars, that's why. But he'll be here soon. Uh, but uh, MZ more than makes up for it. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> With his DSLs, leave my <laughs> DSLs out of this. I want to know. I want they they're gonna be involved. All right, so we are now joined 
by he, he's been a friend of the show for a long time. You've you've heard his voice on air several times. He leaves leaves us some some amazing voicemails, and he's very thoughtful when it comes to film. And also, Raven Shadow, he just made the journey to the Dirty NC. Ooh, so we're North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. We're now joined by our boy Nathan Cotton Coy Vance Duke. Hello. What's up, Cody? Not much. How are y'all doing today? Doing well, man. Uh, we, we will just, uh, if you guys want, you can just call him Cody. Unless you want, you can call him Nathan Cotton Coy Vance Duke the whole time. It's up to you. Whatever works. Yeah. Rachel, what are you going to call him? Uh, my friend. <laughs> How's that? How's that, Johnny? <laughs> I don't know. My friend. It's, it's a little... me. Yeah. yeah right? I'm it's calling fine. him Codeine. <laughs> Codeine. No, that wasn't one of the options. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't one of the well, options. I don't give a shit what you guys say. It sucks. I, it, it, Codeine. I'm calling you Codeine. So on tonight's show, we did mention it is December, double feature cram jam. Therefore, we're doing two flicks. Those two flicks, Leprechaun Returns from director Stephen Kostansky, a member of Astron 6. And then we're going to follow it up with an Indonesian film called Satan's Slaves. And uh, looking forward to talking about both of these films. And Satan's Slaves, by the way, is a... Shutter exclusive here in the states, anyways, and uh, it it is uh, directed. At, we'll find out more about Jocko Anwar, but uh, he's a pretty prolific and well-renowned director in Indonesia, and this is the first film I've seen of his. So interested to to dive into those. Excited to have to have Cody on board to get his you know his perspective. Uh, but Cody, let us know. I don't know what, what's, what's been going on in your neck of the woods. How, how, how are things, uh, in North Kakalaki as it were? Oh, things are, uh, uh, things are good. Uh, just finally slowed down here a little bit. We moved, uh, Ooh, about midsummer and, uh, yeah, things are just finally coming down to a place where, uh, you know, can kind of get into the groove of things found, uh, I'm in the dog training, uh, business now. Oh, are you Ooh, really? As a matter of fact, uh, so it's, uh, it's, I had been in the, uh, sort of the retail slot for a little while, but, uh, found a spot out here and, uh, yeah, things are kind of evening out and making sense. Uh, I have time for leprechaun movies and, uh, <laughs> Indonesian possession movies and all yeah. kinds of good stuff now. Well, excellent. I'll have to, uh, you know, maybe if I need some, uh, some training for, for, uh, for my doggo, I'll, uh, bring him down to North Carolina. We'll hang out with, uh, with Cody Absolutely. for a bit. <laughs> so it's uh it's i know you've been on the cult of muscle is yes sir have you been on other shows be, uh, aside from that because that's the only one i've listened to that i've heard you on honestly that's the only real show uh Period. i was yeah basically <laughs> i was <laughs> i was on um uh the death death rattle aaron did oh, yeah. uh yeah. death rattle club yeah, for a little while that's right uh, i was on a couple of those but this is my uh yeah in terms of like official shows this is yeah this is only uh, after cult of muscle this is my first one all right i forgot about the death rattle movie club man that was awesome i, I never got i never was uh, a participant but i if i'm not mistaken i believe mars might have been but uh, yeah i remember I remember dear our, our boy dra yeah. death rattle arizona that's right, that's right. <laughs> shout out. yeah big shout out i haven't we haven't, man. We haven't had him on in about five or six years. It's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> I miss that dude. <laughs> I know that dude's awesome. So very cool. Well, 
<laughs> we'll we'll try to take it easy on you, Cody. No guarantees, but you know, obviously, I if you can hang, it. yeah, if you can hang with, uh, I'm still, with, I'm, still I'm still learning the ropes and all. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we'll, we'll train you just like you train Ooh, dogs. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Now you wear the leash. <laughs> <laughs> MZ, you got that whistle? Yeah. <laughs> give, give him a treat. Give him a treat. Yeah. <laughs> Go pee outside. <laughs> We'll teach him to go on a pad. Yeah, <laughs> I've lived uh, I've lived in rural areas long enough, and now again in a rural area. Yep. Uh, the peeing outside is just you know that's second nature at this point. It's, fair. <laughs> it's fun though. I enjoy it. No, you like yeah. no, you like peeing out a fucking uh, screen Please. windows. Listen, don't yeah. embarrass me in front of Cody. Okay, <laughs> listen, that was one time that happened. And it was under the influence, and the lady suggested I do that. One time run. is more than no time. Listen, when <laughs> there were some fucked up things going on, and I didn't want to go upstairs and see my lady friend's father and mother, so we figured we'd just stay in the basement and kind of ride things out till till morning came. Jesus Christ. So there, was, there was no bottles or anything like that? Um, there a bathtub? No, it was a, a basement. It was a basement window? You pissed up? Was, yeah, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm young. Check the ceilings, Aries. I'll tell you that much. Uh, but no, it's one of those like like you'd fold, like crank. You'd like turn it, like pull down. You can't see this on the radio, but like, yeah, what? Yeah, like, you'd be, like <laughs> picture like we're, we're here and we don't understand what yeah. he's doing. Like a bay window, like in school. <laughs> you know, you okay. turn it and it would like move open, like uh, oh, you mean you mean like that crank? Yeah, yeah. The 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 crank and it, and it opens the windows that like uh like the slats exactly. Okay. I know what he's talking about. Yeah, Boy, you. you an ass. Listen. <laughs> didn't, listen, Cody, you've been fucked up, right? <laughs> you're, from, you're from North Carolina, right? You get fucked up down there, right? Well, I don't think he's from North Carolina. Where are you from? I'm from Texas. Yeah, you, so you motherfuckers get fucked up in Texas, right? That's for damn sure. All right, so thank you. Holy shit, only steers and steers come from Texas. Okay, good save, Monster Zero. Thank you. Uh, that's good. I, was, I had no way I was going to go with that one. Uh, but you've been... Under the influence, say. Sure. Not behind a wheel, but behind walls, right? And, Absolutely. And maybe if you're just under a certain influence, maybe you don't want to see your lady friend's parents. Yeah. No, this this perspective, I will say, the, the details that have come in now um, make this I, – I, I understand that much more. Thank you. <laughs> where, whereas, whereas it sounded like you were just goaded into peeing onto a uh, – <laughs> No, <laughs> no. Uh, now I sort of uh, – you know, right. still, <laughs> still ridiculous. Well, but uh, I, 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 under, I understand that much more now. Thank you. Hey, come here. I have this electric fence. I want you to piss on. <laughs> <laughs> well, if 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 he could avoid talking to your dad, uh, you know, maybe he would. I know Aries is dead. Yeah, too. He'd, I'd much rather piss out a window. <laughs> so in the chat room, we got uh, Riku hanging out. He says, "Woo, I'm on time." We also have uh, Leanna, two people nice. we haven't seen in a while. So nice. welcome, you two. Hey. Uh, Leanna says, I'm here. I've seen Satan's Slaves. It's okay. Plot's predictable, but the acting is at least good. I did watch Black Christmas for the first time this year. So Nice. Which one? The original it or better the be remake? the original. Remake's good, too. Yeah, I've heard that. I've actually never seen it, but I, remake, I, I hear a lot of people rep for it. Yeah. No, I'll really? get on board with that. CDR is the person who I think of as leading the uh, uh, the black Black Christmas remake train, and yeah. I'll get right there behind him. Really? That movie fucking rocks. Yes. Nah. I, uh, yeah. I, I I've seen I've seen <laughs> it. I, I've seen it. I I I hated it. I the original is just so great. 
I don't. I don't think he was disparaging the original. He just no, no, oh, no, no. I'm just saying. I, yeah. uh, in my original, opinion, I think original that... is better. I'm I'm all for remakes that don't really bear any kind of resemblance to the original, though. Yeah, but it's, a, it's just a nice bad taste uh, Christmas movie. Well, I think also remakes. I I I I've upgraded my status on remakes and thinking that I think remakes count for films that I feel warrant it. Say a film like. For me, Toolbox Murders. I think Toolbox Murders is a mediocre film at best. The original. Have a remake for that? Okay. You know. Um, Willard, I think, is a mediocre film. Uh, and then yeah. the Crispin Glover joint that came out around 2001, 2002 was pretty good. I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you softened a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's 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 part of my uh, my new outlook in life with the new year approaching. Yeah. <laughs> what you, new out, What is your new outlook? I'm gonna be uh, far more uh, understanding of people. Wow. Uh, wow. And I'm fucking breaking. Be, hey, I'm news. talking. <laughs> the year's not over yet. <laughs> oh, of, true. Of people or remakes? It sounds, <laughs> like, it sounds like you were softening your stances on remakes and. People make remakes. That's yeah, true. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. People make remakes. So and remakes make, make shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Remakes and remakes make shit. Wow. How about, like how, about, how about that, Raven Chatter? Just like do Aladdin film that's coming out with Will Smith. Fuck Will Smith. Oh, <laughs> I fuck. Wait, did you did you see what he looks like in it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Looks like somebody took a big camel turd on his chin. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, it looks awful. Fuck him. Fuck Will Smith. Wow. <laughs> fuck the Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to fuck, fuck his ass and make him humble? <laughs> Jesus. And fuck the B. Brian Blair. <laughs> I hate Will Smith. I really Why do. do. You, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do you hate him? Oh, he's just a terrible actor. He really is. I mean, he's Will Smith. That's, he's a movie star. Right. Yeah. 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 For all the wrong reasons. It's because he sucks and he's in shitty movies. No. <laughs> exactly. Except for except for he was in one good film. Not not that because of his performance. He was in one good film. Uh Six Degrees of Separation. He was good in that. Uh not that well, movie. That was before he was a movie star. Yeah. Yeah. Before his his uh ass got to his head. <laughs> his, his ass, ass got, to, got his head. to his head. Yeah. Alright, let me jot that down somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll put that in the fortune cookie for you later on, Wolfie, okay? <laughs> Can't stand him. He's Men in fine. Black, Wild Wild West, that was not Ali. Good. Fuck those movies. Jeez. Wow. Suicide uh, Squad. Cody, what do you think of Will Smith? Um, I don't really. <laughs> you don't I, really think I don't love him? Good He's man. A, no. I, I spend <laughs> just so little time considering Will Smith. Uh, good he's man. like a crypto scientologist, which isn't great. Um, <laughs> but, you know. Otherwise, like uh, I don't really like anybody that has a big social media brand, which is sort of a late later development for him. But otherwise, you know, he's just uh, another guy that's in movies. So <laughs> I don't I don't spend a lot of time fretting about what Will Smith uh, is in or isn't. So <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but every 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 he welcomed all of us to ass. Every <laughs> asshole in, in Hollywood swaddles his balls like he's like the greatest thing since Swaddles sliced Waddles his balls. Hey, yeah. That's right. MZ, let's call the police right now. 
do it. Yeah. You know what? Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's we'll put, put a on raid. The, we'll put it on the air. Put a raid yeah. on Will Smith's house. Yeah. Hello, it's high time. We, we it's high time we alerted the authorities. <laughs> let's get Bob Mueller after this asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, uh, his wife is a good actress. I don't mind her, but those two fucking kids of his. <laughs> let me. Oh God. Wowzers. Uh, uh, have you? They should have ended up in a condom. <laughs> have you heard his wife's band? No. Yes, I have. No. I... Yeah. Wicked Wisdom. Yeah. Wicked Wisdom. Yes. No, I, no, I don't She's know in a metal band, MC. Yeah. Metal? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised you they haven't were, heard it. They we were at Is there a song yeah. called Aw Hell No? <laughs> Independence Day, the worst fucking movie ever made. It's the, not the worst movie ever made. It is absolutely the worst movie ever made, and I will scream from the <laughs> mountaintops saying that. Wait, hold on. You're, you're going to scream? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You haven't heard me scream yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got. I got to play some uh, wicked wisdom. Yeah, I got to play some wicked wisdom. I, he, wicked wisdom. If there's any song you might have heard, this is probably it. So let me play. A is it bit. a cover or no? I don't think it's original. So this is this is uh, Jada Pinkett Smith singing in her metal band. Oh shit! <laughs> I think we we talked about this before. Did, I think we did. Yeah, yeah. it was a, a while ago. Wow, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> MZ is okay. Like, well, I, you know, I've always liked I've always liked Jada Pinkett. Yep. But I got to tell you, man, she does not fit this music. <laughs> Her voice. I mean, A for effort, no doubt. A but. for effort. <laughs> guys wearing a Thundercats t-shirt in the band. Yeah. The band is fine. She's no, no, yeah. She doesn't belong. In, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's lacking. <laughs> but I give her an I give her a for effort. I mean, you have to give her a for effort. She's married to Will Smith. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh God, that fucking he's, moron! He's not the only one trick pony in Hollywood that they bow over. Oh, I know that. I so, know that. So why you got such a Chris, hard on for him? Chris fucking Pratt. He's another one I can't. No, stomach. I love Chris yeah. Pratt. No. Fuck Chris Pratt. No way. Fuck him in the asshole with a big whoa, rubber whoa, whoa, dick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. He, he, is, he is not like Will Smith. You can't put them in the... What have you seen Chris Pratt in that you don't like? Everything. I knew he fucking well, was going to say name, that. Yeah. Name, name them. Yes. Millions Jurassic World. Okay, is that well, the name of it? Jurassic yeah, World? Well, yeah, those aren't great. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good... Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? One and two, yes. And you don't think he's good? I don't think he's good. I think the movies are good. I think he sucks. Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? No. I'm actually going Never. through. I'm on the fifth season right now, and I fucking love him in that. Yeah, that's <laughs> where he shines. Yeah, he is amazing in it. He's so funny. Yeah, I've, I've never seen. I've never seen a single episode of Parks and Recreation, but uh, but uh, those uh, Jurassic Park movies can all burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> Not to get on too much of a soapbox, but uh, oh my god, the, the Jurassic World movies. Uh, one is worse than the next. They are horrible. But uh, I turned, uh, I kind of turned on Chris Pratt uh, when I saw an Instagram post by him where he was crowing about like a uh, cruelty-free meat uh, and about how he like uh, raises his goats and all that kind of stuff, hmm. uh, and <laughs> about how it like is redeeming that he's nice to them before he like chops their heads off and eats them or whatever. Oh boy! Like this is uh, like yuppie bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> still like him now, Wolfie? I fucking hate this. Yeah, this that's what I figured. Yeah, call the cops. Let's call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> now, see, right. I don't know anything about Actually, that. Actually, hold on. I'm going to call oh. the cops right now. Yeah. Okay. 
Thank you. Let me call the cops. All right. Enough about this. They get, we got to get them after Will Smith and Chris Pratt. We have a direct hotline to uh, most uh, local law authorities. Yeah, most, yes. Most, yeah. We, we're, we're contacting the authority, not the authorities. Oh, shit. Like Apollo and Midnight. Oh, boy. Ed Rooney. <laughs> Chicago All right. Boys. All right. Dynamo Bye. Mars, what do you think of Will Smith and Chris Pratt? Answer the what question. Oh, shit. He's here. <laughs> I thought he was coming in. Yeah, uh, No, he's, he's on Skype. We are jo- oh. now joined by Dynamo Mars. Hey, dude. Hey, buddy. Um, MZ wants to call the police on Will Smith and Chris Pratt. <laughs> for what now? For, for shitty movies. He thinks uh, Will Smith is the biggest. What is he? A ball swaggler? What'd you say? <laughs> ball swaggler. What, what'd you say? What's that? What? No, everyone swaddles his balls. Everyone in Hollywood swaggles uh, his swaddles, balls. Swaddles. Swaggles. Horn swaggle. And, uh, Independence Day is the worst movie of all time. Is he on the show? Like I, that's thank you. <laughs> Did we wake you like, from a we nap, Mars? Leprechaun Origins one time. What? <laughs> Did we wake you from a nap? No, I just uh, am just typically indifferent. You usually uh, probably just don't notice because I'm there. <laughs> you are hiding <laughs> off camera most times. Mars, say hello to, to Nathan Cotton Coyvens Duke. Hey, buddy. Hello, sir. How you doing? You sound crystal right. clear. Oh, excellent. Very good. <laughs> so is there a plan to talk about uh, to talk about this movies? Because I want to talk about Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> only if uh, we can we, we can only talk about Leprechaun if Tiny's on 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 the show. Oh, well, then I'm going to go to bed then. because I have no interest <laughs> in talking about Satan's slave. Oh, man, he's lucky. He gets really? to go to bed. Yeah. Oh, man. OK. <laughs> I knew you'd like it because it was boring. Yep. See? <laughs> Come back, Mars. <laughs> Come back. Talk about burying the lead. Jesus. Well, I got fucking Will Smith swaggles balls in one Sw- ear. No, we didn't say swaggle. Swaddle. Swaddle. What is swaddle how, do you, how do you spell that? S-W-A-D-D-L-E. S-W-A? S-W-A. Yep. Demonstrate that for me. <laughs> All right. Come in the bathroom. But what does Chris Pratt have to do with any of this? <laughs> he thinks he sucks, too. What has he seen him in? Even <laughs> every <laughs> what do you say? Everything. everything. <laughs> the only thing I, 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 you know, the the uh, the Jurassic World of World movies. So he was in one fucking movie, and that's your litmus. No. Like, did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes, I already went through this with Wolfie. And you thought that he was bad in that. He could have been better. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> And also, well, he he brought up Parks and Recreation, which I haven't seen, so I can't say that I've seen everything. There's, I didn't even that's know. That's another strike against him. <laughs> <laughs> but I give Chris Pratt a little bit more leeway because he, you know, he's got a much longer career ahead of him as far as uh, you know, well, age as far as age goes. I mean, he's much younger than Will Smith. I Monster think Will Zero. Will Smith has churned out Monster so Zero. much shit. Yes. I would love it if you stopped talking. <laughs> well, you're not going to love it so much, too much because I'm going to keep on talking. I, I just think I just w- think Will Smith it puts out shit after shit after shit. He's just horrible. All Is- right, I'm gonna uh, listen. Do you realize that you come on this show every week and distill the virtues of the worst fucking movies of all time? You like you- that's your opinion. So is this yours? But all you right. So no then, what's the problem? 
because you sound like a dummy, and I'm just trying. To I sound like I a dummy. You. That's very. That's very. Uh, that's very second that's grade why, of you. I mean, that's not. That's not why. But I mean, you sound like uh, a dummy. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> you big dummy. But. Uh, Excuse me, you're the now, one wh- spouting how, wh- off of swaddling balls, and he's the one that sounds like a dummy. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Monster Zero. Yes. What if Will Smith? What if he had been in butt crack? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> his breakout performance. Yeah. How, how would how would how would butt crack suffer? Were uh, were uh, Will Smith in it or Psychos in Love? You know what? That's a good question. I think those movies are just too good for him. Wow. That's too I, good for him. Those movies are just too good for him. You're being outrageous because you know how. No, I'm not being outrageous. This is how I've been. I felt this about Will Smith for years, years and years and years. Wow. What if he plays? Uh, what if he plays Hightower in the in a Police Academy remake? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> what if he played Jazz in a new Transformers to, movie? I just have to surround that idea in my head for a second <laughs> and, and have that swim around in my head for a while. I I got to think about that for a minute. <laughs> oh damn! That might you actually know, flowers be, and shit. That might actually. <laughs> <laughs> That might actually he already be pretty fun. Got him, got him to come around on Will Smith already. That, that might actually be pretty fun. <laughs> is, is there any way I can talk to one of your supervisors at work and orchestrate a way for you to fall down? <laughs> <laughs> well, you do know one of his supervisors, Mars. That's true. Well, well he's not like my just, supervisor. Oh, he's a supervisor? He's a Just Tanya Harding you on the way to the egg aisle. <laughs> yeah, he's the supervisor of the drivers. He has nothing to do with what I do. Oh, well, maybe you can talk to your supervisor. Who is the supervisor of the overweight men that fall down? <laughs> All right, let me catch up with the chat room. Uh, Leanna says, Jesus Christ, MZ, what are you, the Rush Limbaugh of Hollywood? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, evil... when you fell down, did the announcement go clean up an aisle idiotic? <laughs> <laughs> that might be an episode title. <laughs> In, uh, let's what, see. What Corny say? Uh, Corny says, did Aries forget to pick Mars up? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Leanna says, so should we get MZ a shit list? Number one, didn't like Lost Boys. Number two, hates Will Smith. Number yep. three, hates Chris Pratt. Yep. Number four, regularly extols the virtues of shitty B-movies. And I always will. No, 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 no. These are not shitty B-movies. These are <laughs> shitty, like, W-movies. <laughs> W-movies get love, these, too. These are the fucking worst movies that I've ever seen, and I'm on Trick or Treat Radio. <laughs> we watched fucking Greystone, or whatever it was called. Greystone Park. We watched With fucking Oliver Dear Stone. God. No, we yeah. watched Leprechaun Origins. Yeah, I think I picked it. <laughs> yeah, so so who are you to tell anybody what's good to watch? Well, or what should be or what should be watched? Well, I hadn't seen it. You can't blame me for not. This is movies that you. Well, I bet you probably not. Like I bet you, you're judging Will Smith off Independence Day and The Fresh Prince. Like you probably <laughs> haven't seen any of his movies, but. When uh, when we when we first moved out this way uh, down to North Carolina, we did not have uh, the internet for a good while. Um, so uh, I was sort of a uh, was just sort of stuck with the podcast that I had on my on my phone. I downloaded the Dear God No episode again, <laughs> and 
probably like <laughs> like 20 times <laughs> i just sort of i just walked around my house saying don't be a fucking lightweight <laughs> which is a, an underrated uh, monster zero soundbite i can't i can't listen to any of those old episodes like i just can't like maybe that's a they, there's this weird incestuous thing if you go back and watch the crypto cast like and see like, well no one can go thing. back and do that mars right it's fair thanks mm-hmm. uh like where I'm basically imitating Monster Zero, being like in being like an idiot that can't work technology and is really dumb. Then at some point, a perfectly reasonable businessman like Michael Ravenshadow Thank you. started being an idiot and can't work technology. So I feel like I was imitating Monster Zero, who's imitating Michael Ravenshadow, imitating me, me imitating Monster Zero. <laughs> like <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Like it's... I need to. Cody, pick up. That's not a show. <laughs> the cultish of muscle it's, it's imitation inception. <laughs> yeah. What Great. episode was, which episode number was the Dear God No episode? It's like 78 or something like that, maybe. I can look it wow, up. Wow, like that, that long ago, huh? Yeah, it was a, long, yeah. it was a while ago. Jeez. Yeah, I'll look it up and see. We still got to do the follow up movie. <laughs> I want to no, do that. Don't. I would see that. I, um,. I was in a movie this weekend. Ooh. Yeah, I was saw. Yeah, you had chocolate yeah. sauce all over you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, uh, that was real life blood. I wish it was chocolate. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Uh, one, one sec, I Mars. Was, uh, yeah. Episode 76. Just wanted to get that out there good, if anyone wants good to. Good call. So. Good call of uh, good guess. We close. Got that close. Yeah. So, yeah, be, tell, us about, tell us about your experience. Yeah, it was, uh, I was lucky enough to be in. So, Skip Shay's. Um, movie seeds is so done. I, I, I think it's already been submitted to film festivals, um, but he needed to add something, and he was lucky enough to let me be part of what he added. He was lucky and, enough to uh, have you. Uh, I was lucky enough. Sorry, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, and uh, I got to work with like like an incredible special effects guy, which is the the one thing that two of the films I have have in common. Um, they they otherwise couldn't be. Uh, they're both pretty, I think, edgy in totally different ways, like considering the film that we're all in of Brian's is about a snuff film making <laughs> factory. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of a genre swap, modern retelling of the Christ story. Um, and uh, it, it also involves like a, a apple orchard, which uh, the apples make people tell the truth. So, uh I was a victim of the truth apples. That was my small role, and it was a uh, skip. So did you tell everyone how many? Me. Did you tell everyone how many dicks you sucked? Is that what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's public knowledge. Um, but yeah, it was great. Skip runs a good show. Like um, it was so fast. Like that's what that's what was like different about it than the other three movie sets that I've been on. It was so fucking fast. Like. Um, they have everything down to like an art and, um, he already sent me my scene all edited together. So uh, I got to see how terrible I am. Um, but, uh, it was, it was great. The movie looks great. I'm awful. I'm going to ruin it. Well, we Um, can't wait to see how terrible you really are, Mars. Yeah. No, I can't wait. uh, Yeah. It's bad. The, uh, it's funny because I had rehearsed the scene, not really knowing that I was going to be like under truth serum, I guess for lack of a better way to put it. So in my head it played very differently than when I sat down and did it. And I felt like I was able to kind of like, 
I, I mean, like, like it's, it's definitely like, it's funny if you watch it itself, it seems a lot like, you know, overacting, but I mean, like, how, how do you know to fucking like to fight your own words? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, but the thing that fucking ruins it for me is I do this thing in real life. This like really pretentious thing. When I sit at a bar and grab a drink, it's a thing that I saw Vincent Price do once and like bring his arms up to like his, his like his, you know, like cross his arms and like without fucking thinking it. Cause I'm at a bar. I do that. So I'm like, Oh God. Yeah. But if Vincent Price did it, that's, that can't be all that bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I look like a hobo. So it just looks <laughs> out of place. I'm like, um, but it, yeah, no, I mean, he, like, I really am not, I wasn't happy with me at all, but you know, I've never, and this is no slight on Brian or any of the other directors that I've worked with, but I've never really been directed before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah. uh, you know, like I, I feel like that it, it's like wrestling, you know, like I feel like, um, I I'm learning a different skill set. you know, like I came into some of the other movies I'm in, like, you know, we need you to hit somebody or we need you to fall down the stairs or we, you know what I mean? Like, so that shit I already did anyway, you know, like this was something that I've never done that took me way out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, as much as I was unhappy with my end of the finished product, I think it looks so fucking good. You won't even notice. Well, you, you know, know, like, yeah, well, I mean, you're in good company, Mars. I mean, cause I mean, a lot of a lot of people who act in films, whether independent or professional, they always have qualms about their performance in front of the camera, you know. Yeah. And it it doesn't really hit them until much later after the shoot is over. I mean, I felt like that numerous times, and yeah. and you feel like that too. So, I mean, it, what you're feeling is really nothing new to anybody. I mean, you're gonna feel yeah. that way. You're always gonna Will think, Smith oh, what if I can't even this? watch his own movies? Oh man, no, no, he can't. I can't even watch his movies. <laughs> He, you know, so, I mean, that, so you got, you got to have that floating around in your head. Yeah. You're always going to think that you could have done something different. You know, you could have blocked yourself a certain way or, you know, set a line certain, a certain way, you know, a little bit differently. Yeah. You're, you're, you're in good company. Trust me on that. What I like about Skip, uh, is that he's not like precious about his dialogue. Um, and when I kind of got there and saw it blocked out, uh, I was I I realized that I was able to like do more and say less, um, you know. But you know, it was it was, it was I, I felt like it was a really hard role, um, uh, but it was um, like I don't know, like I I I'm more happy with it being uh, with me doing a bad job than I would be if it had turned out how. I thought it was going to and been, I guess, better in my mind because I, I did something I never would have done. You know what I mean? Like I was just going to do it like kind of, uh, you know, like it played in my head, like a mob scene and it was, it had all these other subtleties. Um, you know, it basically was blocked out like a mob scene, but then you added this like supernatural element that, you know, is, is, you know, not, not, uh, you know, not, not at all like what I had thought it was going to be. And, and it wasn't through lack of, uh, um, you know, me giving the right tools. It was lack of, of, of my understanding of kind of what was going on. So, um, like I, I just am really happy, uh, at this stage of the game that I'm able to do things that I wouldn't have been able to do or, or, or that I wouldn't have done, you know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. it's, it's very it's... easy. 
to be comfortable. Like I, I should, I just, I am about 300 words away from finishing my first prose work, which I've never written. Like I've only ever written scripts and songs and I, I guess shitty goth poetry. So, um, <laughs> like I, you know, I don't know, I don't know how it is, but I never would have done that before. You know what I mean? So, uh, like, I, I, I think that, you know, 90% of the time I wish I was dead. Uh, and, and that's not going to change anytime soon, but it's, it's enlightening or heartening to, um, to at this stage of the game be asked to do, um, uh, you know, cause I would be honored to hold a boom mic. So, or, or just write, you know, the intro to a book or, or even like be the guy that staples the pages of the book, um, at this stage of the game, you know, of my, uh, washed upness, but I, I'm, I almost uh, held a boom mic for that shoot. Really? Yeah. Skip actually, I guess he lost his sound guy and he reached out to me and asked me if I'd ever done it. And I told him I hadn't and he's like, Oh, we have all the equipment. All you gotta do is just come and I'll tell you what to do. And yeah. But he ended up, uh, I guess there was a guy who was going to be an extra who had d- did it before. And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. But he's like, I'd rather have you not drive out here if, if you know, so. So, yeah, it was that would have been great. Almost on set maybe, I would have made I would have felt more comfortable. But uh, Pantophobe. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, was she in the yeah, scene with we, you? Was, yeah. She we didn't act opposite each other, but she was there. No, what's funny is that we set up a whole scene at one point and like we filmed all the establishing shots with all the people standing behind us. Yep. Um, and then while we was, they were setting up again, they kind of just wandered away doing their own thing over there to like craft services. And, um, me and like, uh, me and skip like killed it on the first take. It was fucking awesome. And, um, nobody had come back. Like there was <laughs> like nobody, like nobody behind us. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just like, you know, uh, Skip, who's directing and kind of editing in his head and doing all these things, like, you know, trying to figure out his own lines, just, you know, overlooked in everybody, all the cameramen, everybody else like that, all the every all the heavies had left the room. So, uh, yeah, it's great. It's great to see Pantophobe. She is a uh, phenomenal actress. Uh, She is still um, man. She like it's easy to say she looks good on camera, but like when she walks in a room, she really has it. Like she's like a, she's so quiet and so like, you know, reserved, but she's like really like, like a, like such a striking presence and really owns a room. And it was great to be um, in a room with her and like, you know, get to just, just talk to her in between and be, so that was great. And skip, uh, skip and I, we realized on film could look like we could be brothers. uh, So he's much (laughs) handsomer. So, uh, you know, it was great, and, and all the guys were great. I was really impressed with uh, – uh, I'll look up his last name, but the FX guy was uh, Skippy, and he's worked on uh, a bunch of stuff that we've seen. And uh, he was just great and a pro, and um, uh, all the crew was great. And, um, you know, every, everybody – and, like, uh, you know, Skip taught the guy who – you know, the guy who did sound didn't know how to use that particular gear. You know what yeah, I mean? And, yeah. like – just like no stress, no going, no whatever else. Like uh, I was, <laughs> there, there was a Raven Shadow reference at one point, which made every, which made me fucking die. Though it was amazing, <laughs> nice. Because uh, there was a character called uh, Cardinal Simbaldi. Simbaldi. It was. It's more Italian than that. In my Irish ways, couldn't get it out as Italian. Uh, and from the other room, Pantophobe said, "Pretend you're Raven Shadow." <laughs> and Skip said, "No." Don't do that. <laughs> well, because that would have meant you went outside to have a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. 
So like, yeah, no, it was great. It was, it was really like, I, 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 you can always tell when I'm really moved by the amount of rambling that I'm doing. I couldn't believe he asked me. Um, and he was legit, like, he's a no bullshit guy, you know? So if I didn't do, if he wasn't happy with me, he would tell me he wasn't happy with me, you know? So it was, it was, it was really, it was really, a a great experience and I hope to work with him and, and, you know, again, so I, I, it's, it was, he's real, real great. I can't wait to have him on to talk about it because this, all, you know, we've seen at least parts of his movies and they look great, right? This thing looks fucking awesome. Like it's black and white. Uh, he has this incredible, uh, in, in the, in one of the scenes, um, in where you saw my face bloody there, this is great. Like Panther Glide shot, like this thing looks like a million bucks. He was busting out the app that you showed him to get some like quick pickup yeah, stuff. Film we'll see, Pro, like, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Like it, like like this looks like you know, even though it's got a C actor like me, uh, <laughs> this looks like a this looks like a like an A double plus picture. This is a beautiful. That, that grades movies. a little high for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. say aesthetically. I, I was obviously I was looking forward to the movie, anyways. But but now that now that you got a scene in it, you know, like obviously I can't wait to see it. So yeah, we'll definitely have to have Skip back on when he's ready to talk about it. And sure, you know, I can't wait to to be able to see it. So yeah, it's really, yeah, it's cool, man. If any of you or any other actors out there within the sound of my voice have the opportunity to be on a skip shade show like take it because um you know i guarantee you that you're gonna learn a lot uh through watching and you're gonna have a great he he, uh, one of the things that i disliked about playing at the lucky dog at the end was i felt like i didn't get to make art because i spent so much time worrying about the shit that i i didn't have to worry about um skip allows you to do what you're there to do um, like there's no other fucking muss and fuss. So you, no ate stress, red, you, ate, clean. you ate red vines and drank Mountain Dew? Uh, not what I was born to do. Oh, okay. uh, what I'm, what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, yeah. So yeah, it was great. I think, you know, it was in, in, I, I don't know. I, I think that I, I'm probably going to use that shot to have somebody make a, like a movie about like a fucking deathmatch wrestler. Cause that's what I feel like I look like in that glamour <laughs> shot. They took a me get, after. I'm sure you could get Nick Gage really cheap. <laughs> I think I'm gonna make it about Nick Gage. <laughs> Jesus, a Nick Gage like, imagine, Nice. All right, no, no. Like, imagine undisputed, right? Like, so you fucking Nick Gage and you fucking Robert wow. Bank end up, <laughs> like fucking, end up in the fucking steel clink Alcatraz, and then you have to have fucking real life death matches in jail. All right, and, yeah. And Raven Shadow yeah. could be David Arquette. Wait, Scotty Atkins yeah. going to be in this joint too? Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> All Scotty right. Atkins can be the Nick Gage's love interest. <laughs> All right, we, we got. I want to move on because we got two flicks to talk about. So, yeah, let me Leprechaun. go ahead. We'll, we'll do. Uh, we'll do some quick intros. How about that, Raven Shadow? You were in your seat again. Yeah, yeah. Let me quick. I'm, you I'm know. proud of you. Thank you. It's your third week good in a job, row. Raven I'm proud Shadow. of you, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I am Johnny Wolfenstein, the pencil pusher and producer of media for Trick or Treat Radio, the Deadites. And for the Outside Corner Fantasy Baseball Podcast and the Five Hossman Wrestling Podcast. And uh, I did, I'll, I'll be very brief. I, I did something kind of cool earlier today. I, I was nice. in, interviewed for a upcoming podcast. So the, the podcast host that we use, Buzzsprout, has recently started to grow their, their sort of uh, um, community. They, they have a Facebook group, and, and they also have started their own podcast channel for helping people to 
get out there and start podcasting and learning more about it. And anyways, they started a new show that actually just, just dropped today on the 19th of December and it's called podcasting in real life. And if you're looking for it, it's on the buzzcast feed. They basically are doing it, curating it kind of like a TV channel where all these different shows happen on it. So you subscribe to the one channel and you get all the shows on their, you know, on, on their network, so to speak. And uh, so one of the shows they're doing is called podcasting in real life. And, so there's like an interview process where you have application process and they, they you know, I, I got picked to, to be on, I don't think it was that, you know, probably wasn't that difficult, but, um, but yeah, so I did, I did a little interview. It's probably going to be about 45 minutes or so, and uh, it'll probably be dropping in the next few months. I think he recorded a bunch in a row, so I don't know where it's going to slot in, but, and it was, it was more about sort of the, the art of podcasting and why we do it and kind of how we started. So it should be kind of cool for, for people who, you know, who, who are fans of this show to, to check out. And I'll, nice. That's I'll, exciting. I'll certainly let people know when it drops, but yeah, I did that today. So it was a lot of fun and, uh, he was super helpful. Uh, Travis is the guy's name and, uh, he, for research, he listens to our, listen to our show and I apologize profusely. Wow. That's terrible. And it was weird because I had to, I couldn't swear. So it actually wasn't uh, that difficult, but we get, yeah, you don't swear a lot. I don't, yeah, yeah, we get so used to just being able to say whatever that it was, it was, I was conscious of it and I almost did it because of that, because I was thinking about it, you know, but, uh, but I didn't. So mo- that was fun. Uh, when it, when That's it's out awesome, there, man. I'll let people know so you can check it out. And Do you think Raven shadow is squirming right now? Trying to figure out if you talked about him at all. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't talk about any of you guys. Just he he, he was squirming a little bit though. Yeah. You know, he's, <laughs> That's because he needs a cigarette. I do, but my chair swivels. Does <laughs> this? We also have the immortal gunslinger, singer, and lyricist for the Deadites, Donna Mars. Hello. Who just told his story, so he doesn't need to say anything else. <laughs> we have the vulgar guru of horror, starved blood pigs, fetus, the upcoming morbid tales, and septic, one-time contributor for Horror Hound Magazine, Monster Zero. Howdy, folks. We have the triumph riding, stage erecting, whiskey drinking, chief of security, warriors, the warrior of nor'easters, America's sweetheart, the he doesn't like innovator of silence. I got to take that out. Like that. And Rick Rubin's stunt double, <laughs> Ares, God of War. I also did something pretty cool this afternoon. Ooh, a little, little different than than the you other almost two. you almost broke down the door to the studio. I did. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I actually I went a little I went skeet shooting today this afternoon. Skeet, Whoa. skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> <laughs> I did that this morning actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, and and I fired a gun that cost more than my truck. No shit. Holy shit. Wow, oh, yeah. Well, you, how much? You, well, no, never mind. I'm not gonna make truck, it. Yeah, he does have a nice truck. Yeah, <laughs> the gun cost thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, what is it military? No, comes in the bullets. It's just a beautiful weapon. And let me tell you, it's a little weird holding that gun because your first thought should be, "Where's the barrel pointed?" What kind of a gun was it? Um, I, I could not. I mean, it, was it, it was a, it automatic? Was it? Uh, oh no no, it was uh, an over under uh, shotgun. Okay, it shot one hundred dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> Like Rip Taylor. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I mean, it was a you know a custom weapon, so it was just it was it was beautiful. But wow! Like I just my first thought shouldn't have been like don't scratch it. It should be don't point this at anyone. Yeah, like, yeah no shit. It's it just felt wrong holding this weapon, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So that was my afternoon. Really? Wow! wow. Look at that's, that. That's cool. Yeah. Ravenshaw, you better come fucking come yeah. out with something here. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I got to get myself a gun. 
We also have the chain-smoking, hand-kissing, baby-shaking, lorazepam-loving, former comic book reading nerd, the official smoke chamber for Castle Wolfenstein, the pimper promotions, the Italian rap scallion, the professional bullshitter, the cool principal, oh, the proprietor, the secretary of the sexy speakeasy, <laughs> Mr. Runtime, the Duke of Degeneracy, fucking name, will ya? <laughs> and the Frasier Bruja himself, Michael Ravenshadow. I'm gonna quit. That's right, Johnny. Give me another title. <laughs> Can't pick up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I also went on the little uh, adventure today. Oh. Uh, I went to the RMV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the fucking... Where you, oh, where you could actually use the gun. Uh, yeah. That, uh, although oh, you Jesus, shut up. Gun, no, no, guns no, no, no. Were no. Present. You can't say that. Wait, you can't happened? say that. Oh, what happened? He said bring the gun to the RMV. Can't say that. Why? You can't say bomb on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it, but why can't you say that? Are they listening? Yeah. Was it RMV Radio? What the of course fuck? he <laughs> wouldn't do that. W-O-R-M-V. <laughs> this is a comedy <laughs> show, folks. Comedy yeah. review show. Uh, that is, Let me know when it's funny. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that is like the ninth circle of hell, though, Ravenshot. It was actually... Why, wait, why do you go to the RMV? Well, I had to get registration for my uh, for the company van. Oh, so okay. we had to go down. Oh, and okay. we had to get, so it wasn't personal. Thing. I got you. No, but here's the thing. Like I wanted to. I, my license expires on my birthday this year, so I wanted to uh, kill two birds with one stone. Do you have AAA? I do. I do. You go to the fucking AAA location. It takes you like no time. That's something about. I'm not doing the real ID. I'm just getting the standard one this year. But you got to have a, a birth certificate with you. Uh, yep. You can't. So you need that. I didn't have it with me or a, a passport. It might expire. Yeah, so. that's right. Your birthday's coming up. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the real ID. I don't have time. I'm not gonna have time before the 27. Oh, because you're gonna have to redo it when they do the real ID. Yes, yeah, so you got yeah. to do it in 2020. Um, and oh, that's the year you're running for president. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, boy. So I figure. I mean, a let me get through fucking 2018 first, and we'll and. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> right, if you'll be around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for everyone that's got Raven Shadow on the death pool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the real ID is. It's pretty much for like transport. For, it, 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 no, we'll talk it, off air about this. Well, I'll, I'll just. I think. I think I know yeah, what just it is. DM me. And I think it's. I think it's just a, a standardized uh, for, a form of yeah, ID. Off air about this. <laughs> the hell was that? I believe that was me. It was Aries. <laughs> That's the RMV. <laughs> Don't fucking joke. <laughs> it's 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 a a federal ID essentially. Yeah. yeah, it's a yeah. It's a, it's a symbol on your driver's license to help you fly. Yeah, I you know, I got it down here uh, at the DMV, and it's it's as far as I know, it's just like a another like emblem they put on your driver's license. Yep. Correct. Yep. Correct. Mm. Hmm. Exactly. Hmm. But the thing was, I was in there fifteen minutes. Fifteen Fif- minutes. Fifteen minutes. Wow, that's amazing. Oh. I didn't I mean, think Aries, that was possible. I think Aries just shot whiskey. No, I'm his sorry. Nose. I just I I read a an, um, a comment. What, yeah, words. Luckily, I, his beard and mustache you can, soaked up most of the whiskey. You, can, you, you do him a lot better. I just no, read you, him and, you and can say You can say that yeah, one. Yeah, say it. Okay. Yeah, Raven Shadow, the fucker of Ikea. Because <laughs> <laughs> he won't punch you. <laughs> Raven Shadow, ex-nay on the furniture. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? That was Leanna, by the way. Right. She's mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to commercial. I want to fucking... Talk leprechauns. Yeah, go to uh, Leanna says there's no such thing as quick intros on the show. We, uh, yes, yes, <laughs> that is That's absolutely fair. true. Uh, Leanna says Satan slaves, by the way, is not as boring as some of the shit y'all have seen. So Mars, come on. Wow. Mm. What do you think of Will Smith? I, I don't know. I thought it, I, I thought it was pretty boring. But. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. All right. So, yeah, we, we do need to move on. It's getting late, and we got some flicks to talk about. So I think, I think we got everything in the intro, right? We got everyone? Yeah, we got everyone. All right. So if you guys want to help support the show, there's a few ways you can do so. Head over to trickortreetradio.com. There's an Amazon logo. If you scroll down, you're going to see it. You're going to click on it. It's going to bring you right to Amazon. It puts in our affiliate link. Everything you purchase in that session gets attributed to us. Doesn't cost them any extra, Michael Raven Channel. But it helps keep the lights on. That's right. So if you're going to buy stuff, I know it's getting close to uh, the holidays here. But if, you, you know, if you're going to buy some stuff, some last-minute gifts, or if you get some gift cards afterwards, uh, feel free to use our link. We get a little tiny cut of that. It helps pay for the hosting, for the website, all, all sorts of stuff. So give that a look. You can buy me presents because I have to return all mine. There you go. Or you can buy Mars yeah. presents, and we'll benefit from Thank that you. as well. Yeah. If you guys want, there's a store. Head on over to trickortreetradio.com. Click on the store, and there you're going to see some digital content. We've got the greatest hits of Trick or Treat Radio Volumes 1 through 3. We have some other premium content. we got some physical stuff like buttons, and there's a few T-shirts left if you're interested. And also, if you just want to go ahead and donate some money, we've got a, t- uh, a donate button, PayPal. Just look for that donate button, click on it, and it'll bring you right to the page. And you can give us any denomination you want. And, uh, you know, we still got to pay for that new computer that I haven't set up yet. <laughs> I actually haven't had any fucking time. I, I got to uh, gotta upgrade the RAM and Ooh. install a solid state drive. And I want a good, like, hour just to kind of sit with it. And then I have yeah. to install. But unfortunately, the, you got to watch movies. Right, right. <laughs> then I got to install the software for the, for the show and everything. So I'm going to do it. I'm, I have a lot of time off next week, so I'm going to make sure it's done. And hopefully nice. we'll have it. In time for next week, or maybe to start the new year. Oh. While we're ready to go. You want some help you. with that? I'll give you a hand. Oh no, no, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I bought some new power tools. I can help you install. <laughs> with the, yeah, with the computer. Okay. If you All need right. me, I'll be at home asleep. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> All right, so Raven Shadow. Yeah. You sit down to watch two movies, but we'll start with Leprechaun Returns. Uh, you sit down to watch Leprechaun Returns. What do you do to prepare? Uh, I do a fucking. I had to go fucking Christmas shopping, Johnny. Oh, I fucking boy. Hate, I fucking hate it. Yep. Uh, it was all my, uh, <laughs> it was my contractually obligation uh, gifts I had to do. Yep. So I had to get stuff and get fucking gift cards and scratch tickets and some fucking nips and shit like that. And I just, that I shit know. all sounds easy. I, you know, I don't like doing it. I don't like going to the stores. I don't it's like, like em- one stop. I don't like envelopes. Correct. Yeah. Uh, sounds easy. You know, so I put on, I dusted off the uh, Escape from uh, LA soundtrack to really calm me down. Okay. That it's works. soundtrack, right? Sure. Uh, no. Come on. <laughs> Tori Amos is a good track on there. Yeah, so there's one good track. Yeah. A Bad Rod Zombie remix. <laughs> and then I put the old Fozzie record on. That was nice. Oh, I didn't That's like nice. that. Yeah. Fozzie Osbourne. Fozzie Osbourne, yeah. So then I, I just fucking didn't, I don't know. I fucking hate Christmas. I strapped on. Do you love a scary story? Do you love to dance?
This is Matt Kennedy of Astron 6. You might know me as Manborg. You might know me as Father John Sullivan and Father's Day. But what's important right now is that you're listening to Trick or Treat Radio. What's up, y'all? It's me, the Yeti. Telling all the ladies that they couldn't be more fine and that we should knock those boots like Frankenstein. When I want to get my nerd on, I go to Facebook, and I go to the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. That's the place where I get to talk about all the hip new horror movies, all the cool comics, like comics, RPGs, video games, you name it, we're talking about shit on there. You could not be any cooler if you were the coolest kid in school. Be the first kid on your block. To swing that cock over at the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, search for Trick or Treat Radio, ask to join, and it's like Nerd Nirvana, baby, without the shotgun blast. This is the Yeti, signing out. See you at the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter, at the TheDeadites.com. On uh, I can tell you I'm never coming back on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now that I did that thing. That <laughs> Which I will be sending you an invoice for. <laughs> Trick or Treat Radio. How's that go? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about Leprechaun Returns. Uh, this flick from 2018 just dropped on VOD. Uh, I saw that it was uh, put out by Sci-Fi, so I, yeah. I, I was surprised that it didn't drop on Sci-Fi first, but maybe they're going the VOD route and then release on Sci-Fi later, but... Uh, regardless, this film is rated R. It is 86 minutes. It is a comedy fantasy horror. And it is directed by Stephen Kostansky from Astron 6. And it is uh, written by Suzanne Keeley. And it stars Taylor Spritler, Pepe Sonuga, Cy Bennett, Lyndon Pork Porso, and Mark Holton. The legendary Mark Legendary Holton. Mark Holton, absolutely. I fucking, I fucking love Mark Holton. I did kind of mark out for Mark. Yeah, so. yeah, so did I. And the synopsis, the leprechaun returns once again. Jesus, you smell like a goddamn ashtray. 
Smell like an ashtray. Yeah, well, you know, you got fucking problems too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not smelling though. It's not stinking like that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> the leprechaun returns once again when a group of girls unwillingly awaken him when they tear down a cabin so that they can build a new sorority house. <laughs> so this flick is a direct sequel to the first leprechaun, mm-hmm. as is a, a popular, uh, you know, sort of horror trend is to just completely eschew continuity. Those other ones that happened after, they don't fucking matter. So this is a direct sequel to uh, the first one. Yep. Uh, obviously, it's about, what, 25 years later, I think they say? Exactly. So so it does take place 25 years later, and we got some callbacks to the original Leprechaun in this, uh, including what I think, I don't know if it was her actual voice, but uh, Jennifer Aniston maybe had a cameo? I don't think so, dude. <laughs> no. she, he was uh, a they, lookalike. They got an imitator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she was not a... a, a a fan of uh, performance there. <laughs> yeah, she's busy doing friends. No, it was before that. And I was I was a huge. Oh, I'm a huge Jennifer Aniston fan. Aries will tell huge. You. Yeah, still. Yeah, yeah. yeah really? No, she's smoking. She's hot. Uh, but no, back then I was a huge Jennifer Aniston fan. I mean, she, she, she. I believe she came up on the Ferris Bueller TV show, the short-lived. Oh, uh, I remember the that. Ferris Bueller TV show. She yeah. played uh, the um, well, the sister, I guess. Yeah, starred. Um Mark Schlatter. Yes, yes, thank you, thank yes. you, yeah. Before she got a nose job. How about that? <laughs> and Mark Schlatter was in Police Academy 7, Mission to Moscow. <laughs> See, for me... But I digress. <laughs> wow. See, I tuned I, out. Are you for real right now? He right. Anything Police Academy, he, he's like the fucking encyclopedia. I was so... My heart was broken when Mahoney wasn't in uh, the Florida one. Yeah, it's not worth. I honestly didn't see the any of the ones. That, Beach. I didn't see any of the ones that that Mahoney wasn't in. That was. And I didn't know until it was. I was in the theater too. Uh, Gutenberg or Die Man. Seriously, seriously, they did have Sharon Stone in that one. <laughs> I know a lot. All right, so <laughs> let's let's jump into this. So, I will say, I was equally excited and horrified to watch this because yes. I'm such a fan of Stephen Kostansky. And I really want this to be so good and not just another bad leprechaun film. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it's a leprechaun film. Yeah. It's so how's... it can't deviate too far from, from, yeah. from the, the formula. You and know? especially after the last uh, well, leprechaun Origins. film that we saw. Was, oh, that was god awful. Th- that was Jesus Christ. It was, I wouldn't even call it a leprechaun film, honestly. No, I wouldn't even call it a film. <laughs> <laughs> was, it, was, it, was that movie better or worse than Independence Day? Oh, Jesus! <laughs> How much time do we have to talk about this? No, not, Bill, not much Bill Pullman all. was in Independence Day. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they count. They they count for is something. It, is it not to ca- encourage him? But I don't think Independence Day is that good. I know some people might at the table might what? their litmus of how good something is is by how popular or how much money it made. But I think it's at its best moments adequate. It's like like the best. It's probably the best cast in kind of a garbage movie, but oh yeah, no, totally. It's not, it's not a great film, but it's not the it's not the worst film of all time. Oh, it's got it's got a decent cast, but I mean, except for Will Smith, but that's about <laughs> as far as it's got. That's about it's, as far it's as it's a it goes. mindless action movie. Right. It is yeah. what it is. Oh, God. Did anyone see the sequel? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's. Yeah, I, we're I, talking I, about Leprechaun. Yeah, I had to, I had to really hold myself to a certain 
yeah, so de- degree of expectation here because, right. like you said, you know this is a Leprechaun film, but at the same time, Kostansky is such a good director. And the and last thing he did was The Void, yeah, which we all hailed and praised highly. That was was our number one film last year, wasn't it? I, I think so. Mm, was it? I'll, I'll look it up, remember. but I'm pretty sure it was our number one last but, year. But but yeah, so yeah, I. Say you know it's really hard to to keep yourself in check when you realize it's Konstansky, uh now, directing this and yeah I, I I like that you guys are saying this because I come from the exact opposite place um, I've seen The Void and I thought it was uh, good I was not crazy about it I have not seen any other Astron Six stuff um, at all uh, I've seen probably five minutes of Father's Day uh, I am a giant fan of the first like three leprechaun movies. So <laughs> wow. Was, that's what had me uh, on for this one. Wow. This Not just a fan, but a giant fan. Yeah. I, yes. I, I go super hard for uh, leprechaun one through three. Basically. I like leprechaun one a lot. Um, and I've never seen leprechaun three. Oh damn, dude! You you got to get on Leprechaun Three. That's the uh, somebody made that right. Uh, somebody of renown, uh, Brian Brian Trenchard Smith. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. No, I mean, I I uh, I really like the first Leprechaun. Like, um, it's ridiculous, but I I really yeah yeah uh, I really think it's a very it's a it's a very uh, it's hard to say something's underrated when there's a bunch of them, but like in that late era ninety, like early eighties, uh, late eighties, early nineties slashes, like I think it's very, uh, it's very underrated because it just was a slasher, you know. I mean, I yeah. mean, Leprechaun was a fine film. It was a fun film, I should say, not a fine film, but a fun film. It's just hard to gather in in, in your brain that there's six yeah. Leprechaun films. That's just hard to believe. Six, including Origins in this one, or? Yeah. Including this Origins. You know what does kind of fucking stick like a fucking extra finger up my ass, though, is that. Hey, now. It's going to feel good. There's. (laughs) Leprechaun has now been rebooted twice. Right? In the last few years. Yeah, I understand why. I don't want fucking any fucking Jamokes in the chat room to try to explain it to me or anybody here. Like, I understand why. But Leprechaun's been rebooted twice. Halloween has also been rebooted now twice, mm-hmm. and no, no Friday Thirteenth. Yeah, like it's just fucking. It, it, like you know, if you just take it as a fucking. Oh, they're. they're I, I mean, I, it's just I, you know, it's caught up in in. in I know, I do, I do. I, that's legal why I hell, I yeah, wanna, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't want to hear it, but I mean, if you're just looking at iconography versus iconography, like, um, it's just crazy, you know. Same as Nightmare on Elm Street, though, right? Like, there's only been that one, fucking. Uh, unwatchable nightmare on Elm street you know and you would think that by now they'd fucking dust off freddy right if they're gonna fucking take another swing at the leprechaun or 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 even michael myers because as much as like i love well well to uh, be to be fair too you know like a direct to vod release is different than you know getting it in in a theatrical release yeah but i mean again michael myers like keeps getting you know like keeps getting like rebooted over and over again so it's just it's just crazy that that I, I feel like the money that's on the table like has to be more than whatever money is holding things up like yeah so this you know this just dropped on VOD and uh, you know as we talked about uh 
you know, I was actually going to cut to to you, Cody, because you know, because I knew you were really interested in coming on to discuss this flick. Uh, but now we know why you're you're a giant fan of the of the first three Leprechaun films. Absolutely. And so, and and having seen the Void and not being you know being kind of lukewarm on it, you know, so obviously you, you have no no you know no um, preconceived was yeah it was he's a dog trainer. I was trying not to use that. <laughs> so in the it's so insensitive, know. Raven Shadow. Oh, Jesus. Right. Well, a, a bird in the bush or something. Christ, <laughs> a bat in the belfry. I'm crying over here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's fucking dog fighting. What are you, Michael Vick? <laughs> Jesus yeah, yeah, Christ. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> Go no. ahead. I hope you hey, feel listen. bad. Hey, yeah, listen. we're listening. Hey, listen. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen <laughs> to me. Listen. listen. Dead silence. <laughs> there you go. Just hear me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That was a line that that uh, I, oh man, what's his name? Uh, your boy from uh, Low Life, uh, Randy. Randy, yeah, it's something Randy would say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so yeah, so you know, we got this flick directed by Stephen Kostansky, and I, I would think that this is just sort of a, a paycheck. When I first saw that he was doing this, I was like, it's kind of weird. You know, but you know what? If he wants to be a director and they're offering you an opportunity to direct a film, you don't say no, right? Right. Well, it depends on the film. Yeah, but I mean, if, you know, let's say, Raven Chow, you want to be a film director. Yes. Someone says to you, you know, do you want to direct Leprechaun? What do you say? Uh, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? But just the idea, but ju- it's just the very idea that somebody wants to make. You know that somebody took the time to actually write another screenplay for Leprechaun. That's not too. I weird. mean, it's it's. I I mean that's far more outlandish than directing it. I think. Well, and it's and it's written by Suzanne Keeley, who was in Ash versus Evil Dead. Do you recognize her, MZ? Uh, let me see. I got I, I got a picture right here. Oh, oh. Do you recognize her? I don't know. I I haven't seen all all of Ash versus Evil Dead, so I don't know exactly. Mm-hmm. She played. Um, she was a writer. Oh, she was she a writer? She wasn't yeah. an actress? Okay. No, I think she was just a writer. Oh, okay. She is an actress, but it looks like she's just Okay, a yeah, yeah. I thought I thought she I thought she was in it, but yeah, you're right. She's she's just a, a writer for it. So but uh, you know, so yeah, it, it is it is sort of an interesting thing to sort of revamp this. But once again, I'm sure sci-fi got the rights to it or whatever and we're like, "Hey, let's let's reboot this. Let's it's perfect property. It's it's well known. It's got a following and it fits into that sort of kitschy Sort of right. sci-fi horror, and also if you look at the fact that they made it, they obviously got a lot of play from playing the other sixteen. I don't know the fuck many there are incessantly, you know. So you know they're like, oh well, here's a way we can make money on two fronts. We know people will watch this if we put it on because uh, yeah. they watched all the other fucking ones. And... I became aware of this because on St. Patrick's Day I was watching. Uh... <laughs> leprechaun 2 on the sci-fi sci-fi channel i guess they were doing like a leprechaun i got a, a marathon of all of them yep and uh they ran a bumper for this one saying like coming you know march or whenever saint patrick's day is so i was very surprised to see that this dropped uh on vod so many months prior yeah yeah it, it was interesting so i'm sure they're probably giving it the you know hey let's make some money off of this with the vod purchases and then we just have it in our library and play it whenever so Certainly not. A, it's an interesting now with the way 
digital media is. I mean, you, you can do that. You know, it's their prerogative. And if they want to make a little extra money on it, you know, I don't know if um, monetizing through commercials is as, as lucrative as it once was, but, you know, they can make some money on, on top and then, and then put it out. So, Well, I think they've become, you know, like you hear about like premieres and half-season premieres. Um, you know, when you have these like iconic shows that uh, people are going to go wa- or, or, or not iconic, but popular shows like Walking Dead or Sons of Anarchy or whatever, like they do all this like packaging stuff to try to pull new people in. But like yep. they have like this built in audience like sci fi network is the fucking king of making destination TV out of nothing. <laughs> right. And to like, be fair, Octopus, like people are fucking stoked about that shit every time. And like. You know, it's octopus. Yeah, and to be <laughs> fair, you know, like they they have been doing pretty. They've been kind of killing it with the TV lately. Sci-fi. The best television shows right now. I don't care what anyone fucking says. If you're a genre fan, if you're not, if you're not a normie, uh, like for my money, the best shows by a lot are on sci-fi right now. Yeah. So there you go. So they've been they they've been turning it up. So. All right, so let's jump into this flick now. So, you know, we, we start out and we have, uh, you know, it's MZ's worst nightmare, young, attractive cast. Mm. <laughs> but we have Lila played by Taylor Spritler, and Lila is Jennifer Aniston's character from the first one. It's her daughter. Yeah. And she had recently passed away. Um, you know, she was diagnosed, well, I don't know if she was diagnosed, but, but everyone thought she was crazy. You know, this, this whole incident with the leprechaun really affected her and, you know, she was kind of not quite, not quite all there. So, you know, Taylor, uh, Spryler plays Lila and Lila sort of knows all about, you know, the whole ordeal with the, with the leprechaun, despite thinking that her mom was just crazy, you know? So she goes to, are you walking on leaves? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Mars's beard. Are you? <laughs> I think he's eating Cheetos. <laughs> no, I'm in bed. You probably just hear the bed. My whole office is a bed now. That's the only good part about my new. So this office. is what Dynamo sounds like in bed. Oh. Ooh, Ooh hey now. just fucking put your ear against the wall any given night months ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm the reason your punk ass is on the couch. <laughs> So right off the bat, we get we got Mark Holton playing Ozzy from you know re- reprising his character from from the first Leprechaun. Yes, and also you might know him from other films such as oh. Pee Wee's Big Adventure as yes. Francis and Teen Wolf and Teen Wolf Two. Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> Mark Holton, a, a '80s stalwart, yes, um, makes his return, and uh, you know he I think think he looked pretty good. He looked a little different. Um, that I remember him, but you know, still looking pretty good. A little aged, yeah. 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 Well, that'll do it to you when you get older. <laughs> true. Oh fuck! <laughs> I mean, according to I mean, according to his bio here, he's sixty now. So, it was like a day over fifty-nine. Yep. it's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we, we so basically, Ozzy is this sort of like creepy guy in town, and. And eventually, he ends up giving Lila a ride to the the house where the the sorority is. They're starting a new sorority here. It's kind of like an all green. They're gonna kind of live off the grid with you know with solar energy and and all these other things. And uh, kale, 
I didn't hear a reference to kale in no, there. Kale's in there. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't think so. They had a bunch in the cupboards. In the cupboards? In the cupboards. You keep kale in the cupboards? Don't you? No. Uh, I wouldn't know where to find kale. Yeah, so it's in all, the it's ground. All, no. So it's all out in the middle of this wooded area. I love with how big open shadows fucking hill to die on is that Wolfie is fucking healthy. <laughs> mostly. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's I mostly don't... healthy, but he's probably the most miserable because he can't have a hamburger. I'm not miserable at all, dude. <laughs> why would I be miserable? He's, why he's, why would I do it if I was miserable? He's the least miserable of this group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Why would I do something if it makes me miserable? Uh, all right. I have a question for you, right? <laughs> Wolfie. Yes. How many time, How many health scares have you had in the past four years? Well, considering I haven't been to a doctor, I probably don't know about them, but uh, none. Yeah, uh, everyone else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably. Raven Chow used to take his pants off to count. The only what? one who has not had a stress <laughs> test here in the past five years at least once almost died laughing. That's true. That's you, Monster yeah. Zero. <laughs> right. yeah. Don't look confused. <laughs> my my <laughs> health. He's like, yeah, as, far as, I'm as far as I'm concerned, my health is fine. Uh, the medical community. As far as you're concerned. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Codeine. A medical professional. Exactly. Right. Just because you literally look like you're about to burst out of your skin. <laughs> How fat do you think I am, for Christ's sake? I, I believe he just fat. said it because you're about <laughs> yeah. to burst out of your skin. And, what? And who in this room recently went out because of a back injury? Right. That was a work injury. Okay. <laughs> I was doing physical manual labor, okay. which is more than any of you ass wives can ever do. Oh, oh yeah. You want to go? You, yeah. you want to fucking go? Except you. Except you. I, I was going to say that. Except you. I, I, I probably lift more than you, though, when I go to the gym. Oh, oh, so he has to and, go to the and, gym in order to lift. No, and that's <laughs> yeah. and that's he why he can't do it outside of a gym. No, he has to go to a special building to lift. And that's why he hasn't had a back injury. Yeah. Right. I used I used to have a bad back. Oh, I until, until I started working out. Oh, I've always had a bad back. Yeah, yeah you don't fucking you don't work, work out, because you're you core is strong. You, you started doing yoga and you fucking stopped. I, yeah, I did. I have a question for everyone, yes. and this isn't bragging because I think I'm mediocre at best, but like I, I think it's a fact. True or false? Monster Zero would die 20 minutes into the Deadite set if he tried to emulate everything that I did. True. Die. True. Yeah, dead. Well, considering the amount of alcohol you 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 consume during a set, I don't drink at all anymore. anymore. Really. Oh, anymore? Well, yeah. To be honest, you did bring in two female singers so you could take a break halfway through. Yeah, I, we had true. <laughs> <laughs> but that actually, that doesn't have that has more to do with my knees and ankles than it does with my. Uh, like I, I mean, it's not like I'm gonna sing better if I take time <laughs> off. Like it's not like I'm fucking. Well, you're gonna stay I'm fucking alive. Rest, yeah, I'm not fucking. I'm resting. I'm not making miracles. Like, uh, but yeah, no. Like Monster Zero. Like you gotta get fucking. Like you're not healthy. Like I. Like I don't want to hear it. Raven Shadows could like ten. Ten percent dead at least. <laughs> <laughs> dead. You might think I'm not healthy, but at least I look. I look good. I look nah, young. I, I look young. <laughs> you, okay. You look. <laughs> Are you happy? You killed Mars. You killed Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You look like Jet when he doesn't want elephant balls. <laughs> you look like you're constructed entirely out of hams. <laughs> <laughs> At least I look good. Well, oh, the man. ham looks good. Delicious. Yeah. Oh. I'd bite the shit out of Monster Zero. I look younger. <laughs> I look young. In the I face. don't look my age. No, you don't. No. In the face, you look good. In the face. In the face. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and the amount of hair on your good. body. You look yeah, like a fucking yeah. baby. Oh, shut up. Leave my hair, body hair alone. This, this is so smooth. You mean your hairless body? He is so smooth. Yeah. You are Cody, so smooth. Check around my is... balls. You want to see if there's no hair there. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> oh. No, when the video. Listen. <laughs> the perfectionist. I, I had no choice. Yeah. Get in there. If you want to know how good you actually look or don't look, right, have it told to you by a woman that's not your girlfriend or mom or a gay man. Otherwise, go to fuck home. Like, because like you have no witness of how good you look. You, no, not. Well, what's what's wrong with being told that you look good by a gay person? Yeah, no, no, it's yeah. fine. Ask a gay person. No, they uh, will be honest right. with you. Cre- creepy girl says he's the most handsome. Yeah. That's what I mean. Ask a gay person; they will be right. honest. Wait, that's what I was saying. Aaron. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you right. said woman. Don't yeah, ask a woman. Woman, uh, women but, worry about the your feelings. A gay man does yeah, not. Right. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> Because right. I, I bet you that you'd get kicked out of a lot of boy men, to be honest, amongst the deal for eating crackers. <laughs> not not Giovanni, no, Giov- uh, Giovanni Lombardi Radice. No, oh. that was like fucking 10 years ago. <laughs> oh, that Manzi, was like you let yourself ago. go. Oh, yeah. you, you got a big belly now. Yeah. Yeah. You eat too much spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> you eat too much pescetti. <laughs> uh, look at you. What you eat the at prosciutto for? Prosciutto? <laughs> We've what? waited 370 episodes. Prosciutto. I don't know. What the fuck? Pascato. <laughs> Look at you. Your yeah. body looks like a big fat tub of laguine. <laughs> Next thing he's going to say is at least I like, uh, at least I'm smart. 40 minutes. We haven't even talked about this movie. Know, let's get moving on this, huh? Welcome to the show, Cody. <laughs> I can't believe we fucking waited 374 episodes to have Cody on just for you to say at least I looked. 374. We're on 334, Jesus. man. Well, well, how many how many zeros and whatever else? I'm, yeah. I'm losing count. Christ, let's just go. <laughs> yeah, uh, so they drive back to end this. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. We don't, we don't, I don't want to break down the whole plot of it. We don't need All to right. do that. Right. Cody, what do you think of this fucking film? You're a huge fan of Leprechaun. I thought it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought it was. Uh, a, I, I was. Uh, I was thinking going in, like you know, I, maybe I, I sort of undersold it. I thought The Void was pretty good. I did not flip for it like you guys did, but I thought it was a good movie. I would. I would be. I would gladly see it again. Um, so uh, and I'm aware of uh, his reputation. I'm I'm at least aware of Astron Six and uh, and the sort of thing they do. So I thought, okay, so this guy who uh, has sort of his own motor is going to uh, kind of take a paycheck and he's going to make this movie that incidentally is going to air on the Sci-Fi Network. Uh, and I watch it and it's actually just a Sci-Fi Channel movie. Um, that I guess they handed off to a guy who they think of as being a steady hand. Um, I just thought, man, I didn't like it at all. I got to say the new guy they got being Leprechaun, he kind of sucks. 
his laptop makeup is awful. It sounded like he was struggling to talk through parts of it. Just dub him if it's going to sound that bad. I uh, It just, I don't know. I don't mean to bury it, but I thought it was pretty poor. <laughs> um, I didn't think it was uh, – I like um, – I like Leprechaun, and I think I've. I, I also like the first two Problem Child movies. <laughs> there you go. All right. Like the, the cutesy stuff when it's like uh, so just unbelievably malevolent, and like the Leprechaun movies just sort of feel like they follow um, uh, the the Problem Child movies to like their natural endpoint, basically to murder, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, and uh, th- damn, they take swings at it here, but none of it is funny. I thought. Uh, I just thought it was just a wet, a wet fart for like ninety. Minutes. <laughs> um, better now, is it better than Leprechaun Origin? Um, yes. Uh, yeah, but not, not Lepre- much Lepre- could be worse no, than Leprechaun that. Leprechaun Origin is just is uniquely useless. Yeah. Um, just uh, in the way that um, almost all WWE productions are, they find they, they really beat the odds and make <laughs> just the most interesting thing possible with what they have at their disposal almost every time. <laughs> um, it's better than that. But, uh, man, I, the sec- second worst Leprechaun movie for me, I got to say. Wow. All right. Uh, by the way, in the chat room, Leanna says, I'm a bisexual woman. I can be an honest judge. See? Oh, Jesus Christ. And then she doesn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So being honest means not saying whether you're handsome or not. <laughs> Just avoid the question. Yeah. Trust that. So, all right. We got Cody's take on it. Mars, yeah. let's go on. Uh, 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 get your take here. I really enjoyed this. All right. Um, I didn't love it. Um, I, I Here is where I feel like perhaps a little a, a little like foreknowledge of of this guy's work goes like outside of the void goes a long way um because i feel like one thing astron 6 is able to do is really do the thing like when they're doing a jalo parody they really do the thing when they're doing a canon parody. They really do the thing, and I think this is Kostansky doing that. Like, uh, like, like, I like. I know that like it's 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 like a low hanging fruit to say s- certain elements are bad on purpose, but like I really feel like this script is very self aware without letting without the kind of modern like the post scream. Uh, pretense of letting you know that it's self-aware. Um, I thought the gore was good. Uh, I was indifferent to the leprechaun. Um, like, I, I don't think that he was terrific, but it's jarring, right? Like, it'd be like if a different, you know, Freddy showed up tomorrow, you know? Like, it's it's not like Michael Myers or Jason, who, you know, there's a lot of... Um, and even having a new Jason after having four straight Kane was jarring. You know, so... Uh, you know, it's war with Davis is, you know, the leprechaun and and anybody else is going to have to get a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of films under their belt without, uh, being that. And I also do think that this also is like a, you know, the leprechaun version of a sci-fi movie too. Like, so I don't disagree with, with Cody. So, uh, you know, it, it just like, but 
it did. It was just a. It was like just a. Uh, it, it was the polar opposite of terrifier. Uh, but the same thing as Terrifier. It was just a slasher movie. Um, in yeah. slasher movies, like, like, like a lot of like, we watched two movies I love this year: uh, What Keeps You Alive and in, in Darkness, which definitely had slasher movie elements. But as soon as you kind of try to add more to that recipe, it's maybe the one genre where you can't. You can't. It's not that anymore. You know. If you don't put kids in a place and have them fucking killed, it's like not that anymore. You know what I mean? For whatever reason, nobody's yeah, been yeah. able to crack that code to make it work another way. And I, I, I just think that this um, uh, was not as good as I wanted it to be. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. Like I felt like it was like uh, 90 minutes of like, what I want to see more of in, uh, in, um, in horror right now. Like I'm not ashamed to be a horror fan. So it, like, keep in mind that I'm using a lesser movie as what I want, uh, when I'm criticizing, like, uh, like when I'm mentioning, you know, when I, I'm using a lesser movie in a better movie than it, like of what I want, what I don't want, but like, I want less fucking hereditary and I want more, fun horror or at least a balance because i feel like we're there uh, there isn't a balance right now like i feel like a lot of horror movies like our homework now um and i don't you know and and that's not why i loved horror in the first place i was never ashamed to be a horror movie fan so i don't need heightened horror i don't need horror to like step up to my level of intelligence i have uh, fucking museums and volumes of books and <laughs> yeah. all sorts of other things that already do that. Like, I don't need to, like, I don't need horror to fucking, uh, be quote unquote elevated. That said, there are much better slashes than this, you know, like the cold prey films. Uh, and, uh, I, I, I think, you know, uh, maybe to, I think, I think terrifier, you know, was even better than this, but you know, I, I really enjoyed this. And, uh, if I may do something that I created when I watched it called the tiny white checklist, he fucking looked for his gold. <laughs> yeah. He had shoes that had a buckle. Yeah. He had a little hat, you know, and, and, and there's not much more like people <laughs> criticize films someday. And I'm not saying that, Nathan, you know, Nathan did this or I'm not saying that, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, whoever else likes or doesn't like is doing this, but like, it's hard to fucking criticize a movie for being what it is. You know, like if I watched hard bodies tomorrow and enjoyed it, like, uh, it's not a, you know, like it, it did what it was supposed to do. When I listen to, uh, a lot of punk bands, like I'm not looking for rush, you know, it just did, it did, did what it was supposed to do. And I appreciated that. And I enjoyed this, you know, like my, my, you know, my top 13 list when I made it on, uh, you know, in the middle of last week and then watch this isn't is in too much trouble from Leprechaun. But, um, you know, I, I, I was, I was glad we watched it. It was a nice, it was a pleasant change to some of the very dour uptight stuff that we watch all the time. Yeah. And, you know, we're kind of, we never, we didn't really discuss the film. We're almost kind of getting into, to verdict mode here, but yeah. you know, like I, I guess it, 
to kind of take a step back, what did everyone think of the Leprechaun? Because I actually, I felt that the, let me get his name here, the actor Lyndon Lyndon Porso, Porso. I believe is how you say that. I I thought he was pretty good in this. Obviously, you know, Miss Warwick Davis, but if he's not going to be in it, this is much better than what WWE attempted to do with Leprechaun Origins, where it wasn't even oh, a fucking right. Leprechaun, you know? Yeah, like, where they fucking had a Leprechaun not yeah. play a Leprechaun. Right, right. I know. They, yeah, they have a fucking Leprechaun. Someone, they like basically stole the gimmick of Leprechaun and had him on WWE TV as a fucking Leprechaun, and in the movie, he's not a fucking Leprechaun. It's, mm. It still keeps me up at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it blows my mind. But, so... You know, I thought that he played the role well. Like, I, I actually liked him. I, you know, I thought that he was a, a, a fair successor to Warwick Davis. You know, obviously the, the you know, I guess, I, I mean, I hope this isn't insensitive, but the, the talent pool is, is going to be more limited than, than finding, you know, someone who's normal size. You know, you're at the mercy of, of actors who, who are diminutive, you know? I mean, not going to get fucking Peter, Peter Dinklage. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking Peter awesome. Dinklage is like, hippie say what? <laughs> <laughs> but it makes you wonder why they didn't get Warwick Davis to play the role. No, they asked him. he doesn't oh, want to do it. He's, no, he's, he's, right. he's busy with Star Wars. Star Wars. That's not even what he said. He yeah. There's actually a quote that I posted, I think, on our message board, or whatever the fucking kids are calling it these days. It, where he doesn't want to do horror movies now. He says doing a horror movie is different for him now that he has children. Uh, oh, right. You know, he All said right. maybe he'll go, maybe he'll go back and do it. Because um, basically, what are all horror movies about? You know, even though they make them, even though they're forty-year-olds acting like they're seventeen-year-olds, it's about killing kids. You know, so he's like, just has like a kind of different take on it now, and he, he didn't want to do it. So yeah, I say, Good. fuck him. The, the quote I had seen, uh, he said that he wanted to wait until his kids are 18. Yeah. Um, until his kids are adults again, or his yeah. are adults, uh, for, for him to return to the genre, which gives me some some solace, honestly. Um, I was afraid that he'd sort of um, said, you know, 20, 25 plus years was enough for this character. Um, so, yeah, I, I can totally, I can certainly respect him kind of wanting to take a break from the darker yeah. stuff while he has children around but yeah. i will definitely cross my fingers that he'll be uh coming back down the lines yeah I mean, how old are his kids if the kids are like you know three and two <laughs> you know i, I do it now it's, i i think they're both in their teens i i don't i it's been a couple of weeks yeah i mean Warwick davis ain't no fucking he's the size of one but he ain't no spring chicken what's it i mean yeah it's like you know <laughs> Oh my, oh my god! Wow! And by the way, I can't fucking believe. Uh, I love our guest. Like he's family. He's been so nice to me. I love. I, I am at, at least some degree of uh, interested in the well-being of everybody that's at that table right now. Okay, here uh, comes the insult. Um, what, but like, I can't fucking believe we are lamenting. The fucking thespian abilities of Warwick fucking Davis. What? That dude was a fucking Ewok no. that didn't talk. He, he was he a fucking f- leprechaun. He was fucking, he fucking rules in those movies. <laughs> yeah, but it ain't like recasting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cody. It ain't like fucking recasting Hugh Jackman or something like. Oh boy. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, like fucking... Who gives a shit about Hugh Jackman? <laughs> yeah, no. I agree. No. But no, no but what I'm saying is like so in terms of good. an iconic, like, yes, he was fine. But he is, yeah, he was fucking the Willow 
and the willow or whatever the fuck. <laughs> not someone who's, uh, whose career I follow with any kind of uh, closeness. It's just just Leprechaun. I just <laughs> Cody, Cody is the king of the Warwick Davis fan club. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll die on oh, this hill. Cody Somebody's got to be, I guess, huh? <laughs> Absolutely. It's just, it, there's just a, he seems to, uh, there's there's something to be said for uh, uh, watching a performance from an actor. Oh, that is Cody. <laughs> what? I just can't believe you would talk about Warwick Davis. No, I will. I'll do it right well, now. What's your problem with that? <laughs> yeah, there's there's something to be said for watching some from from watching a performance by an actor that's clearly enjoying the part they play, and I think he really relishes it uh, in just such a way that uh that just makes it work. I didn't. I definitely did not sort of um uh, appreciate uh, the performances in his in his movies. Uh, so much until I watched this one because you know Leprechaun Origin is worse, but you can't even call out a performance from Hornswoggle. I don't oh, even right. know. It didn't even have to be Hornswoggle. No, it, yeah, it could have been Titus O'Neil for all for, for all we care about, you know. And uh, <laughs> because all it was was just close. It was just close. It was also fucking. Of course, he enjoyed it. It was twenty years since anyone let him talk in a fucking movie. <laughs> like he he was a fuck he was a fucking oh, yeah. Ewok. Yeah, he was a nub. fucking Willow and then he was no, a he, fucking yeah. like uh, I don't know like he's fucking oh, he under got, suits. Yeah, he got just a lot to to chew on, and it's uh you know it's it's I I think that's honestly had this movie one had I just come across this on cable, uh and I just just sort of thought of this as being oh, okay the Sci Fi Channel's doing a direct sequel to Leprechaun, I think I would have received it better. Um, but I, I had thought, okay, one of the Astron six guys that I've heard so much about, one of the guys that made the void, a movie I think is pretty good is making a leprechaun movie that I think is where a lot of my disappointment comes in. I think I would have thought of this movie as being kind of nifty, uh, if I'd seen it as a TV movie, but since I didn't, since I saw it as like, uh, I got like any other kind of semi indie horror movie from the Google play store. Um, I think that's where a lot of the, the the disappointment comes from. See, I don't know. I'm I was, I'm very ambivalent to the Leprechaun movies. Like I said, my my caring about it was Jennifer Aniston. Uh, I like the. You didn't even know who she was when those movies came out. I knew she was a beautiful woman <laughs> with a potential for a great career. Okay. You uh, can't even shower with a beautiful woman without taking off your jeans. Yes, I thought about her the way I thought about you when I first met you. I'm like, it's a beautiful woman that will have a great career. Uh, but no, in the Wayne's World skit, the I'm a leprechaun. I like that. And I like the fact that uh, that was good. Was that in Wayne's World? My, yes. My life is legitimately <laughs> terrible. And I like the fact that it was in the hood. That was the title. In the hood. In the hood. In the hood. So I, I don't give a fuck. Um, but I was, part of me was excited about, about the Astron 6 connection. Mm-hmm. And really watched it, though. I mean, yes. It, it was a Leprechaun movie. Absolutely right. It, it was does everything a Leprechaun movie. Well, again, I mean, Cody disagrees. What I think a Leprechaun movie should be, you know, people doing dumb things, pot of gold, whatever the fuck. Um, and, right. I mean, that's the thing. Oh no! On paper, it's there. I totally agree with that. They had very nice uh, nighttime shots. You know, it looked like nice, but. Uh, <laughs> It was, I, I had to pause it. I'm like, this is fucking... I'm not liking this at all. I'm not feeling it. Um, I think there was a sh- change at the end 
uh, especially with the main character too. Um, who I think even she kind of had more of like a like a Ellen Page kind of vibe towards the end of the film, and she seemed kind of tried to crack jokes to the Leprechaun. I yeah. thought some of the gore got better. I liked the 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 falling off the house scene without. Uh, yeah, there, there there were some good gags in this, some good gore gags. But like the, when he rips his face off, yeah. I thought it was pretty good. Um, the fucking what do you call it? The drone? The the solar panel? Oh, the drone! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was riding on the drone. <laughs> what else you want out of a movie? <laughs> I watched that almost as many times as the neon maniac driving the drone. <laughs> wow! Ran, ran him off the road. I like he's in the car. You know, I don't know. It, it seemed like the last, the very last. It p- it picks up. Yeah. 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 But it was very fucking a fucking chore to get through. I had to fucking watch it over the course of two fucking days. It was a long. It was a long fucking. It was a minutes. long eighty six minutes. Yeah. What the fuck? No, nah, I mean, yeah, I thought there was there was some highlights in this. It, it's it's almost what I expected, but there wasn't enough of Stephen Kostansky in it as as I was hoping. You know because. Yeah. Even go even like look at W's for Wish from ABC's of Death like, you know like that was kind of his baby I think like I think that was mostly his his doing, and you know look at the Void that was half his and it's just re- he's really imaginative with with his stuff now obviously the script was written for him so he wasn't able to you know maybe he had some input but for the most part the script was done so you know I feel that his input was probably pretty minimal in terms of what got done. Maybe in some of the gore gags, especially because he is a he's an effects guy. That's his, his sort of his roots. So I think that that was, mm-hmm. you know, I think that he had probably some input on that. You know, I think the face ripping was, was good. The solar panel death I thought was was pretty good. And the um, even like the little leprechauns reminded me of Army Darkness oh, with oh, the little ashes. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, but to be that. honest, it looked nine million times better. Well, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of advances in technology since then. But, you know, there was some good stuff in I there. I thought it was real magic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and the di- the dialogue was as groan-inducing as, as I had, like, right. hoped for because that's kind of like the hallmark of a Leprechaun movie. Like, the, I mean, and, and you know, I haven't seen Leprechaun 1 in maybe five years, and I've probably only seen it twice in my life, you know, when it came out. And I saw it again, like, maybe like five years ago or so. Oh, you know, I saw it when we did Leprechaun Origins. I ended up rewatching it just to just to rewatch it. So whenever that was, you poor bastard. But you know, I'm like, yeah, this movie's fine. It's it certainly doesn't live in the lexicon of fucking you know like great horror movies. But it's it's a fun little thing, and it exists on, you know, in a vacuum. I think it's I think it's fine. You know, but when you compare it to other stuff, it just doesn't stack up. But this to me is almost exactly what I expected, except for. You know, wanting a little bit more of Kostansky's personality in it, and there was moments where it was groan-inducing, and there was moments where I was bored, but there was moments where I laughed, and you know, like that's it. And it didn't feel like a sci-fi movie to me. It felt like a normal VOD flick, and that sort of maybe you know elevated it a little bit for me. But it's it ended up being kind of what I wanted out of this. So you know. uh I'm, I I agree with what Mars says at the beginning about the uh, self awareness of this film because that was the first thing I caught on to. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, really quite obvious that it you know the the makers of this film knew what they were doing as far as being self referential. 
um, or self-aware, rather, I meant to say. Um, I did like this movie. <laughs> wow. I, and I, I, I'm saying to myself, you know, I really shouldn't be. And I, I don't know if it's because of Kostansky, uh, Kostansky's involvement in this or not, but this was really, and I really did like this. Uh, as far as Kostansky's um, uh, input into this film, I think it has a lot to do with uh, the tropes that he threw in into this uh, into this movie. Whereas somebody else would would take these '80s tropes and '70s tropes, shove them in your face. And what we know from Astron 6 is that their love of 80s and 70s cinema is pretty strong, and they know how to distribute it right throughout the film. And what I find more uh, interesting is the fact that these are 80s, you know, the 80s tropes, you know, where, uh, you know, where you have the... the uh, uh, your 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 certain characters, you know the uh, the promiscuous girl, the the jock, the drunk, the you know the the skeptic, the whole you know that whole bit, and then you go back to seventies, or if you want to go even earlier than that, where you have Mark Holton playing Ozzy, and he's like, you mean you don't you never heard about the time when blah 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 blah, and this you know the. Uh, the I guess you call him the what was it the harbinger of doom I guess or whatever you call it I don't know oh like from from uh from cabin in the woods well okay, but... from 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 nine million oh no, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah slasher no, movies oh, yeah no, I know yeah but yeah that's like the, the crazy of, uh, that's... the crazy Ralph role really oh, yeah, yeah 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 the crazy that's Ralph sort of role. like a like cabin in the woods the whole the whole point of cabin in the woods was that it was like all these like uh text points about horror oh yeah. right right but i mean he's called they called him the harbinger in that but yes the, the old the old man in the yeah, yeah stories yeah. i yeah. think that might have been from men women and chainsaws or uh yeah. or uh, maybe even kurzweil's book i'm not sure uh, like but that's like a like not, the, the, the good kurzweil no. yeah I, um, I like to think of it as the <laughs> you're welcome i, I like to, I, yeah i like to think of it as like the crazy ralph role you know, and so these these tropes of '80s and '70s are put into a uh, into a sequel for a movie that was made in the early '90s. So I thought that you know, I don't know why, but for some reason I found that to be kind of interesting. I, I hated these characters, by the way. Oh yeah, they also- Lila was the only one that that was somewhat endearing, but I just I just really thought that they were all terrible, terrible people. Yeah. Like, and Katie is the girl. Um, that kept having sex with that boy. Yeah, like she it was, was my, she was my favorite because <sighs> she was dumb. Like it, it was, it was like that was straight out of you. And you're right about this, MZ. It was straight out of like eighty cinema, where the dumb girl who keeps falling for the fucking idiot and keeps having sex with him, even yeah. though she's like, "I hate you, I hate you." And the next thing you know, she's in his bed fucking him. You know, yeah. like it's just like. You know, that's one of the things, like, I wish we could sort of advance past that. Like, I understand they're probably playing up these these tropes and maybe even, you know, doing kind of a, a, a meta commentary on them. And, and But I don't know. Like, it just was – that's one of the things that bugged me was the characterization of, of these characters is just tired and boring. You don't, you don't think it was the same as the sexism in the editor? Ooh, it was very sexy. No, it's – Like, you don't, you don't, no, you don't think I that – no, I, I, I mean, 
I don't re, I don't remember that. I mean, we haven't seen I haven't seen that movie in a couple of years, but there's me, like a line when like people are lining up at a restaurant to slap a woman. Yes, yes, but to me that was tongue in cheek, and and it was over the top to point a finger at it and say this is this is done, this is stupid, you know, like that's sort of how I how I took that. But this is not even sort of pointing, you know, like pointing a sign at it. It's just like a given. This is how this is how this woman operates, and you know, it just was. I I, I didn't feel it was done as satire. It was just poorly written character. I, no. I I have I have not seen the editor, so I can't really comment. But this this just didn't seem to have the energy or interest necessary to to be a pointed observation about a genre trope, right? And even if it was, I don't think it did anything that was worthwhile enough to be good. Right. That I don't. Just, I, I don't. That just, I don't. Gives see. a shit. Yeah. I, I, I just, also I, I think where it got hamstring to be honest is that, and part of me is that I think that. Uh, the script I I think Kostansky leaned into it with direction and probably performance direction but I think that whoever the woman who wrote the script um, and it's funny that it, it did I couldn't put my finger on it but it does remind me of Ash versus the Evil Dead some mm-hmm. is like I, I think that it was kind of written with a bit of disdain for that for millennials. Like, I think it was kind of like written. Uh, and I think that that might've hamstring. Like, I think that it just kind of, it, it kind of muddied the water because you were basically like, we've often seen slasher movies and movies where you're not supposed to like the characters. Right. Uh, but I felt like this was kind of written. Like you don't like, like you don't like people like this. <laughs> you like, you oh, don't yeah, like young no. people. Two yeah. different gags about taking a fucking selfie with the leprechaun. Right, yeah. right. Like, right. damn, one yeah, doesn't yeah. do it. Well, you, look, <laughs> I, I'm not saying the movie's perfect. Far from it, you know. But uh, no, 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 no. And I do like it. I, I like it. Yeah, and so, I'm, so, I'm so do I. But I, I, I'll, I'll agree with uh, Cody yeah. that the idea of I, a couple of selfies with the leprechaun yeah, is a little. I, it's pushing I think it. That, a little redundant. I, th- I, I think, think he tried. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, like, I think, it might not have been on paper, but. And I, and I don't blame like, you know, like maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm being biased, but I don't blame Stephen Kostansky for the 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 failings of this movie. I think it's it, it's in the script, and you know when you're on a tight timeline, because obviously like we just heard about this a few months ago, so they obviously didn't have a lot of time for this, you know, and no. so they put it together. You get a script in hand, you get it all together, and you do it. And it was just it was just sort of a a quick turnaround on this. So. I, I don't fault him at all. I just feel that he didn't have any input, and I would have. I think if you get Stephen Kostansky to direct your movie, you should have his input because he is really good with you know with with commentary and and, and you know like social commentary at least in the Astron Six movies. I don't know if that's that's been his his idea, but you know, and he didn't work on the editor. To be fair, he you know he was off working on the Void, I believe. So. You know, that's true too. But having said that, you know, I just feel like if you get someone like that, you, I think you want a little bit more of their stamp on it, a little bit more of their personality. And I'm not saying you should have written the skip the script, but maybe had a little bit more say um, in it. And and you I know, prefer if he did. Yeah, and maybe he did, and 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 we're just wrong. You know, I mean, you never we we never know. So I mean, who knows what what happened with this? But yeah, I mean, it's it's. It's a leprechaun movie, folks. It's it's you know right. I mean, you know. how much can you fucking <laughs> yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not it's not Casablanca, folks. 
Yeah. No, no. And uh, you know, as far as my opinion on the on Lyndon Porso goes, the leprechaun, I think he did pretty fine. Yeah, I, know. I, I thought I mean, he was fine. I mean, he was a leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, there were certain moments in this uh, where he was actually getting to be a little bit creepy. I uh, there were a couple of uh, scenes, especially in the what was it in the kitchen where where he was taking the selfies. I can't remember if it was before or after that. I think it was after that. Uh that uh he was he was starting to turn pretty pretty dark. Yeah, and yeah. uh I was wondering how far it was going to go. Uh knowing that this is a sci-fi film, I didn't think it was going to go that far, but um I think he t- I think he turned into a pretty good performance and uh with equal amounts of, you know, w- with uh joviality and uh and and being a, and being menacing. Yeah, and I, I mean, in a leprechaun f- movie, you need to have a a strong performance from from the leprechaun. I mean, you know, once again, just completely disavowing all knowledge of leprechaun origins, but you know, it hinges on that performance and and those sort of you know the the humor and the cheesy lines and and the and the the gore gags and stuff like that. And I think that this movie had it, and that's and that's sort of what what all it needed was was that and and a halfway decent script to hold it all together and. And you got a successful leprechaun movie, really. It's not a it's not a high bar, unfortunately. So, you know, I think I think they pulled off what they wanted to. The last thing I wanted to discuss that really was just kind of annoying, and maybe it's maybe this is a bit of a meta take on how silly, you know, certain certain um, contrivances in film are. But that Iron Prison he was in was so ridiculous. Stop it! Yeah, stop it! Yeah, the Iron. I'm trying to remember. So it was the spell. It was like, oh, well, it wasn't okay, even a right, spell. Right. I don't think it was. It was just Hold that on. they use these different iron objects in a circle around him to keep him contained in there. Yeah. So you know, there was there was um, I forget what they even used, but there was um, um, kettlebells and like a couple other things that were iron, and yeah, literally right. he could have stepped over them. Right. Oh no! You know, and it just it just looks so <laughs> it just looks so silly, and and you know, and maybe that's kind of a take on these these silly film oh, contrivances. Well, but were they beating him with a pillow at one point? Yeah, yeah, they had a pillow, <laughs> pillow fight. fight, like not even like a and, sexy pillow fight. And it kind of bugged me how sometimes he had powers and sometimes he didn't. I, I, I don't know. I got a chuckle out of the pillow fight scene because I just <laughs> thought it was just so goddamn ridiculous. And the worst line, I I cringed hard. The best green footprint is no footprint at the end. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. like I was, I was done. I was done. <laughs> there were a couple of groan-inducing ones, but that, yeah, that was the, that was that was the king. Yeah, yeah it, it, like you said, it's groan-inducing, but you know what? That we expect from a from a leprechaun film. I mean, but that was the thing that kind of drove home for me that whoever wrote this hates these fucking people. You know, like 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 they're not dealing with. You know, like they're not dealing with like, uh, and I'm sorry, you know, they're not dealing with my sons who are people of that age group who are like fully functioning like human beings. Like they're dealing with the fucking, obviously, like they are dealing with the most pretentious, yeah, terrible, vacuous millennials that they could possibly come across. And they, I don't even think they, these you know, are millennials. They fucking hate them. I don't think they were millennials. They're, they're younger than millennials. So it's yeah. not, even, we can't even call them millennials. But yeah, I, I mean, age wise they are, but I think that they were, I mean, like the selfie thing, you know what I mean? Like they were doing all the, they were hitting all the like, uh, far be it from me to defend the worst generation, but um, like they were doing the, um, 
the all the all the stuff you know like all the things that that age group is supposedly um you know wasn't there even there's a snapchat joke you know yeah like yeah, they were yeah. doing like all the things that those people like don't well, don't I just don't think I, I just think it's a it's a modern era thing. I don't think it's a it's a specific generation. I mean, you know, like we have some friends that are always on Snapchat and they're like our age, you know. So yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, one of them is in Maybe. the Deadites. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, you know, I do I do want to wrap this up because we have another flick to talk about. I just want to catch up on the chat room real quick. And uh, Liana, this this is like half hour ago. She says when we're asking MZ's uh, honest opinion of MZ, she says, MZ looks like the troll Raven J draws him as. Wow. <laughs> wow. And she, said, shit. and she said, and that haircut, God, that haircut. Wow. <laughs> what are you, busting, what are you busting my balls for? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Jeez. Well, she's honest. Well, you know, she said she could be an honest judge, so yeah. you asked for it. Maybe, yeah. maybe not really fully honest. <laughs> maybe, maybe sugarcoat a little. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. Yeah, there you go. The fuck, you what know? are you worried about? Oh. She's not attacking you. No, I don't know. But well, no, she I'm does gonna... say, I kind of want a show where Raven Shadow has to review a movie that he saw 15 minutes of. <laughs> well, stay tuned. <laughs> um, yeah, well, have you not been listening to the shows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and Leanna says, MZ on Independence Day. It's the worst fucking movie ever made. MZ on Leprechaun returns. It's not a perfect movie, but... <laughs> in other words... Uh, what are you busting my this, balls for? In, in other words, this, this movie, movie is better than Independence Day. More inspired than Independence Day. <laughs> this movie is better than Independence Day. Yeah. Have Randy it's, Quaid flying on a fucking... It's uh, better drone. than Van Helsing. Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should probably go to a verdict on this. I'm sorry. What about if... Aries? Wow. Did he not see it, or is he just gimmicking up? No, I, I really, I've been, haven't had an opportunity to chime in, and I'm really just looking forward to moving on. <laughs> wow. I'm going to move on with my life now. <laughs> All right, well, let's go to the verdict, and then we'll hear his thoughts. Trick or treat, baby. I wonder if people would say you're a trick or a treat. Trick or treat, motherfucker. All right, verdict time. We're going to let you know whether this flick was a trick or a treat. And any final thoughts? We have Raven Shadow. I wasn't prepared. I thought you were going to go to Aries. Um, as mentioned, it was a fucking leprechaun movie. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, Cody. I know you love for the, uh, for the storied franchise. Um, but, you know, from, from outside of looking in, this seems like you're going to get all the – it checks off the boxes, right? You know, all the shit. Uh, no boobs though, Raven Shadow. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> I did check that box. Seriously. I, I was fucking checking for that box. Um, <laughs> wow. But <laughs> this is going to be on sci-fi. Like, would even some of this gore be shown? Not that it was fucking... It See, wasn't... that's why I know you're watching the wrong station. This doesn't carry a fucking candle to happy. Oh, yeah, right, fair. Um, I would like... Uh, th- the Astron Six guys to tackle like a known property and put their spin on it, and I really wanted this to be that. Yeah, um, you know, make it different. I don't know, maybe because of the the avant garde approach of Le- uh, Leprechaun Origins that they were like, no, go fucking back to the well, asshole. And uh, how much? F- no pun intended. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, you you would think the director would have the most creative control over it. I don't know. Maybe it was a, a studio thing where like just deliver what people like. You know, give them what they what they want. You know, Sharknado style. You know, like give them the same fucking beats. 
I don't know. Well, I think that's what it's sort of what Cody said is that you know if they have the Leprechaun Library, they're going to be showing the films. Give him more of the same, you know. Uh, yeah, and that was his baby job, just to do that and maybe throw a couple of cool special effects, gore effects. In, yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, but I, I can't recommend this. I mean, when I, I said someone I'm watching a new Leprechaun movie, and their response is, you know, Ugh, or groans. Um, yeah, it, it. I kind of like the last act. It was better, but I don't know. Uh, it's a trick. It's a trick. Trick? Trick. All right, Aries. You know, hearing that this was a sci-fi film, I'm a little shocked because this seems like there was more of a budget thrown at it than most of their sci-fi films. Yeah. Maybe because it was a, a, a VOD release opposed to just something they were showing on their channel. Um, but that being said, um, you know, special effects, yeah, they threw money at it. Script, yeah, they didn't really throw that much money at it, I don't think. Or maybe they should have thrown a little bit more. Um I mean, it was it was a leprechaun movie, but it didn't break any new ground. It wasn't any new. I mean, the the jokes were were it seemed like they were scraped off the floor from the from the the third right. movie. You know, it was you know fourth time recycled, right. just picking up shit that that should have been tossed away a long time ago. Leprechaun jokes, um, bad bad references to make way for. That you haven't seen them since '93, you know. Oh, a camera and a phone all in one, you know. Blah blah blah. And he was all surprised, but he knew exactly what a selfie was. He knew how to pose for that shit. Yeah, right, right. Um, so it was just uh, mindless bullshit. There was nothing, nothing original, nothing inventive. So this movie definitely is a trick. All right, MZ. I did like this, and. Um I, I am going to say this is a, a a treat, not a tepid treat, but this is a treat. I will probably want to see this again at some point because <laughs> I uh, partially because I just can't get over what I just saw. Uh, what we brought up earlier, the pillow fights, the the, <laughs> the, the iron jail, you know, that third reel was really getting a little crazy, but crazy in a good way, crazy in a and the drone. Early and the drone. <laughs> Crazy in a early 90s leprechaun sort of way. And um, yeah, I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of annoying, I guess you could say, quote unquote tropes, uh, you know, as far as characterizations go uh with the, with uh, the actors and actresses, but um I enjoyed it. It it kind of brought me back, you know, and uh it's a stupid. It's a stupid flick. It's far from perfect. It's a stupid movie, and you know, just like all these movies are, uh, they're just brainless, dumb, mindless fun. You know, and I like dumb, brainless, mindless fun. So no uh, shit. <laughs> so, so this is a treat for me. No, really, no complaints. Mars in the chat room. Well, actually, not in the chat room. On YouTube, uh, we have uh, your buddy Sing Sing soon. Oh, and he says. <laughs> He says, OMG, the Leprechaun came back. No way. It's my favorite movie. I have to check this out because he awesome. Get all the lady and pot of gold. That's right. The best part is that the best part is like he's so obviously fucked up on whatever he's doing. Like he and I talked about this at length earlier today and he's still surprised. (laughs) I I saw Sig Sig Soon. Yeah, I saw you. I haven't seen him in, in a year. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was nice. Just fucking wandered in. Yo, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dragon came um, into your store. It's true. I can't fucking believe that I have so much to say. I, and I apologize. Because uh, I try, you know, uh, I, I, I can't believe I have so much to say in my verdict of fucking Leprechaun Returns. All right, but, well, let's but, hear it. Yeah, we fucking go. There is a conversation. There's two conversations that come up a lot on this show. And uh, the um, one of them is a conversation that Aries and I had once when I, I was still writing. I mean, uh, sorry, Wolfie and I had once. uh when I was still writing and it was a, I won't call out the publication cause who knows who I know at least the editor is different now. Uh, but it was a review of a birthday massacre record, uh, oh, yeah, where no, they were about. just called. It's like, it's like, uh, man, I thought that this was going to be awesome heavy metal, but it was just like fucking goth pop and they're a goth pop band. Like that's what they are. You just criticize them for being exactly what they are. And as I listen to the negative reviews here, uh, I, I feel like we're falling into that weird. And this doesn't actually apply to Aries because I feel like he's usually more even keel about the nostalgia of things. Well, you're, not, um, you're scared of me when you're not even in the same room as me. Dude, I, I saw a picture today that made me realize if I could go back to 1990-something, uh, I'd tear you. And I'd come out of you like the fucking leprechaun in this movie. But – uh the uh, that's not true i am a scared um but i feel like if this movie came out in 1982 people would be fucking snapping their cat all over it like it would be for uh, fucking lepre- it'd be a lep- <laughs> it'd be a leprechaun bukkake when was the last time you saw the prowler uh very long time ago <laughs> this is a better i'm sorry to disappoint everyone this is a better movie than the fucking prowler Wow. Like in in every, in every fucking quantifiable way, like it's better directed, the acting is better, the gore is much better, uh, the story is is fucking dumb and contrived as it is. The story is somehow less dumb and contrived, and like I mean, I love Vinegar Syndrome, but like people get really excited about a lot of movies, uh, ironically that they put out, but at the same time, like Scream Factory put out like Return of the Living Dead two. And people are fucking doing cartwheels. And that's a terrible movie. But it came out, you know, a long time ago. And there seems to be this weird, myopic, view, nostalgic view of films where people don't even, like, fucking love them. Ironically, I get, like, I'll review fucking Rocktober Blood and give it a C. And literally someone unfriended me on Facebook. Like, they, like, they don't, they don't, like... Uh, there seems to be a weird double standard. And I think if this was, I mean, look at it this way, uh, neck made us watch a lot of shitty movies that we all fucking loved. And I think that with the exception of the fucking cinematic tour de force, which is neon maniacs, I don't think any of the things that we watched with neck, uh, were any better, or any worse than this movie. And it's just a matter of like that. We're willing to accept schlock if it came out before, a certain point and it's it's just crazy to me like it's it's either good or it's good or it's bad or it's bad and this is exactly that fucking thing you don't go to mcdonald's and get upset when they don't give you filet mignon and this is that fucking thing like you might not like it you 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 might you might not like that thing and that's the way you say it i feel like to a degree he's gonna think i'm kissing his ass but i have no reason to to a degree that's what aries said i don't like this fucking thing right but if you like all these other things, 
and you don't like this thing, like, I, I feel like there's an air of, like, I don't want to say disingenuous, because sometimes there are certain elements that resonate with people uh, differently, but, like, I think that a lot of people are going to shit on this movie and call it crappy, and then they're going to try to tell me that Life Force is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> so, like, uh, like, it's just fucking crazy to me. So I found this a treat. It was fine. My fucking top 13 list is in no danger of getting shuffled around. <laughs> but, like, you know, uh, and, and uh, by the way, when I was looking for a movie that I was trying to say did this a little better, uh, Puppet Master was the one I was trying to think of that we did oh, this yeah. year. The Littlest Reich. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I thought this was a treat. I think it's fine. I'm not, you know, again, I don't want, I don't need, I, I can enjoy a, an intelligent horror movie. Uh, but I also, um, pun intended, am not upset when a genre returns to its origins. If if I could have, I don't usually like to interrupt the recaps and everything else. Mm. I just want a, a minute here. If you brought me to McDonald's when I was a teenager and I didn't like it, but I went there every week with you, don't bring me back there 20 years ago and expect that I'm going to fucking like it. I feel like you don't listen to me. I mean, that's, that, what, I that's, a set, that's what, what, what you're doing with this movie. They have salads no, now. Hey, Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Didn't I say Aries wouldn't have liked this then? Isn't that what I said? Like, Aries is, I, is I more even kale and is nostalgia. He just doesn't listen. He wasn't he just listening. Like he something well, no, because you, 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 you accuse me of, like, not appreciating the nostalgia of it. No, no that's fucking not nostalgia. What I, did. I said that you, the expression I used, if anybody listened, they can back me up, is that this mm. isn't what Aries is doing. He's usually more even keel in his nostalgia. It is to say that you wouldn't say something was awesome in 1985 and then not like it in 2018. But, but, saying, that I'm, but saying I'm usually more even keeled, which is implying that I like this movie when it came out. That's not what that means. You need to get a dictionary, sir. Like that's that's not what this means. It's it means that you are more consistent in your reviews of things uh, that are that are either old, whether they're old or new. If the sensibilities don't resonate with you, they don't resonate with you. That's not what that means. Yeah, no, by the simple by the simple fact that saying usually meaning I'm going away from the norm. Nope, that's how that means. That that, means that's, that's exactly what that means. No, usually means that that's generally what you do. Yeah, but I'm like going away us- from that. If, if you usually do, and there's a time that you go away from the norm. But then if, if you're specifying you it, you're meaning I'm going away from it at that point. If no, you need to point true. it out. Nope, that's not what that means. That's like, exactly you, what it means. Nope, it, when I say you, if you usually do something, it means that you okay. do it. You know what? Let's we'll fight about oh this at another time. I'm, I apologize. This is why I usually don't like to interrupt. I am sorry <laughs> because you don't actually listen. You don't know what words mean. I guess. Oh, like I said, God, you would, I said so you would generally. I said, isn't, isn't, isn't the first thing I said? This isn't what Aries is doing. He's usually more even kale in his nostalgia. Even like kale? I said, this I, I flat out said this isn't what Aries is doing. But you don't pay attention, and then you get mad. This oh, is like two, last Jesus. week when you said, when I said, I didn't like it in this other movie either. And then after the break, you're like, well, how do you like it in this movie? And you don't like it in this movie. And I said, I didn't like it in either movie. <laughs> but, like, you don't listen, and then you get mad. 
Okay, what do you think Cody is doing right now? <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> Napping, maybe. I don't know. Are you still there? He's, he's, Click. he's trying to cut the, the, the internet on his house so he has like, an excuse to get off the fucking air. This is why I need Johnny to actually listen because he's the only one. He's working. He's usually the only one that's not on his fucking phone when everybody else is talking. Oh. Cody, how about you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's right. going on. Well, uh, admittedly, um, I I ask too much. I know that for sure. Uh, but I will still go ahead and say that is a trick. Um, now, come uh, now, tricks day. Um, you know, if you're watching the Sci-Fi Channel, I can't think of the not kind of sit still for this one while the other ones are running too. Um. But uh, as a uh, yeah, I think if you watch it as a made-for-television sequel to Leprechaun, I can see getting way more out of it. If you think of it as being um, a sequel to Leprechaun from a guy who has a potentially sort of uh, interesting uh, voice, um, don't 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 go in it go don't go into it with that idea because that's not what you're going to get. It's um it is a mailed-in uh. uh leprechaun sequel and that uh is okay uh but it is not what i was uh was looking for so gonna go with it uh yeah just a regular trick all right and finally i guess i'll go ahead and give mine and for me this is i'm gonna go with a tepid treat on this one i haven't used that one in a while but Mm. i think the fact that this is a tepid treat has to be seen as a success at least in my eyes the Leprechaun movies are not good. Like, they're fast food. Like, t- just to go with Mars's fucking, you know, I had actually written this prior to Mars mentioning McDonald's, but they're fast food. There's no nutritional value. They fill you up. They don't make you feel good about yourself afterwards, you know? Like, we unfortunately didn't get much of Stephen Kostansky's personality in this, but that was kind of expected for me, so I wasn't really surprised. There's some good gore gags. There's some inspired shots. So, you know, I think Kostansky elevated this a little bit higher than it sh- than it probably would have if just, you know, like a director, you know, mystery director one, you know, did it or something like that. And, you know, I think by the, at the end of the day, it's a leprechaun film. And it's definitely the worst film that Steve Kostansky has been a part of. But it, it's hopefully it's a one for them, one for me kind of deal. You know, then yeah. I'm then I'm cool with it because Kostansky is a great director and super creative, and I hope this is just the beginning of him really starting to to stretch his you know directorial legs, so to speak. And obviously, I'd rather him be you know do Ast- the Astron Six thing, but it seems like from what I know of Astron Six that that's not really in the cards because two of the guys work in in the film industry like all the time, uh, Stephen mm-hmm. Kostansky and Jeremy Gillespie, and the other three you know, kind of dabble, I think, here and there. So it's hard for them to all get together and do something. So I think that if that's going to be the case, I'm okay with Steven Kostansky going off and doing his own thing. And I th- I just hope that he gets a little bit more, you know, uh, creative pull because he's a super creative guy. He's got some great ideas, and they just weren't president of this. I think he may have elevated a little bit, than, you know, higher than it might have normally been. But once again, at the end of the day, it's a fucking leprechaun movie, folks. So you kind of get what, what what you expect to come into this. And, you know, there's probably varying degrees of, of, you know, what you expect. So just, you know, like it'll be on sci-fi soon enough. You don't want to rent it on VOD. You know, I'm sure you could catch it on sci-fi. So tepid treat for me. There you go. We went around. 
we there's a lot of varying thoughts about this uh to not good to uh to pretty good so you're gonna have to use your own judgment on this one folks we can't tell you what to do but uh that is our discussion of leprechaun returns and uh we need to uh, take a break because we're going to come back and talk about Satan's slaves. So, MZ, how long in, uh, until we return? Hey, we'll be back in two and two. The following message is a paid advertisement for the Cult of Muscle podcast. The Cult of Muscle. You're either in it or you're dead. It's the dawning of a new age. The halls of Valhalla have been shuttered. The heroes of yore have either retreated to the shadows or taken to capering for the amusement of the small folk. Their past glory is a distant memory. The barbells have been torn from their once puma-strong grips. The beards shorn from their square jaws only to be transplanted onto flannel-clad, puny weaklings with fingers barely powerful enough to strum a ukulele. The time has come, my brothers to restore order from the chaos. No longer will our heroes be forgotten. No longer will their great deeds be viewed through a foggy lens of irony. Hear now our rallying cry as we scream it from the mountaintops, as we bellow it from iTunes and Libsyn and Facebook. It's time to join the cult, my brothers. So don your cloaks and enter the cult of muscle. I'm Alex West. And I'm Andrea Subasati, and we're from the Faculty of Horror podcast. And you're listening to Trick or Treat Radio. Oh, delicious nerds. Ms. M knows you like to chat it up with other sexy shut-ins about comics, movies, video games, and your favorite TV shows. If that sounds like you, cuddle up to the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group, or the FIB. That stands for Fan Interaction Board. Just go to Facebook and search for Trick or Treat Radio and have more fun than a Jedi at a lightsaber sale. Not enough? Watch us on YouTube, The Deadites TV, all one word. Last but not least, check out the world's most dangerous talk radio show, Trick or Treat Radio, at trickortreatradio.com. Thank you guys for having me on. It's a blast. Mm. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. And, you know, um... Trick or Treat Radio, man. That's where it's at. That's the new Fangoria Radio. Is Trick or Treat no, Radio? No, no. Don't say hey, that. Do like, <laughs> you really put us under. It's like, it's like swearing in church. Huh? You Don't just jinxed us. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you put a lot on our shoulders just now. Well, we can strive for you greatness. You guys are awesome. Yeah, you really are. You got a great again, show. Slowly.
right, we're back. Yeah, on Jerkin' Radio and MZ's Tired. Yep. We're going for a ride in a drone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into it, but we're talking about like the most ridiculous thing about the movie that we didn't, like, we didn't mention during the review. Just about how the leprechaun came back. Yeah. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so let me catch up on the chat room. <laughs> Leanna says, Mars, mill- millennials are the worst. This is you talking. Millennials are the worst generation. Mars later spends half an hour arguing over a fucking leprechaun movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And uh, Leanna says, so Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was great. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really curious to see it. I hope I get a chance to check it out in the theaters. But there's so many movies out there now. So hopefully I get a chance to see it. Has, have any of you guys seen Into the Spider-Verse? I, I have not seen it yet. It is on my to-do to do list, I yep. guess. Yeah. Anyone out there, uh, Mars or uh, Cody, have you guys seen it? I have not. I, I intend to at some point. I have the... Uh, I have the AMCA list for the time being, and yes. if I can squeeze it in, I, I will. Uh, I'll be doing that. Yeah, I have it. I have it as well, and just booked a couple movies coming up this week. So looking forward to it. Maybe I'll try to fit that in. But it's, uh, you know, it's for me to get to the movies like twice in a week is kind of a miracle. So we'll we'll see. I probably won't happen, but but I am super curious to check it out. And I hear it's the best Spider-Man movie ever made from a few folks. That's a bold statement. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's jump in. Oh, do we still have Mars? You there, buddy? He must be taking a shit. <laughs> Maybe. He went for a smoke break. Uh, let me. I'm trying to. Do... So, Aries oh, texted there. me and said not to eat into the microphone, but I'm lying in bed. Um, so, I'm not eating. Uh, and I'm trying to figure out what's. I think, I think it's your here. beard. I think it's your beard rubbing against the the mic. Oh, interesting. Yep. Uh, we just heard probably. it. Probably. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's. Yeah. Are, are you holding the phone up to your head, or do you have like a? a... No, no, no. I'm on my iPad with my um with my headset on. My oh, headphones that, on. Oh, it's probably that. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So let's jump into this because. Uh, Raven Shout has a 5 a.m. meeting or something crazy like that, and, and we, we did spend almost 90 minutes talking about Leprechaun Returns, so I want to get into Satan's Slaves. Oh, uh, yeah. This film, Jesus Christ, man. Just this, I haven't even talked about the fucking film yet. <laughs> this film <laughs> no, from, I was talking about Raven Shadow, not you. Come sit yeah, down. Yeah, sure. Uh, this film from 2017 is not rated. It is an hour 47 minutes. It is a drama horror mystery. And it is an Indonesian film from Directo Jocko Anwar. Directo. Directo Jocko. <laughs> Jocko Anwar. Yes. And have any of you guys ever seen any of Jocko's films? Are you aware of? Yeah. No, you haven't. It's early stuff. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, it is. Let's see. It's um. So it's based on a movie. I, I'm trying to. Th- it, it was actually written by Joko Anwar, but based on oh okay yeah, it's it's actually a remake. I, I actually didn't realize that. I thought it was based on another another movie, but it is um, a remake of a 1982 film called of the same name, Satan Slave. So this is called Satan I, Slaves. For, for what it's worth, I saw it as a re, uh, remake slash prequel to that movie. Okay, I've actually never seen it. So have you seen the original, Cody? 
No, I okay. only learned that this was based on something like uh, three hours ago, uh, and I did a search. I found it on YouTube, but it's only in, um, I guess, Indonesian. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, but the script was written by Joko Anwar, and it stars Tara Basro, Bront Polare, Dimas Aditya, Endi Arfian, Nasar Un, uh, Anus Anus. 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 <laughs> Anus <laughs> yes. And uh, Ayu Laxmi. Ayu? A-Y-U. How would you say that, Raymond Shadow? Ayu. <laughs> <laughs> and the synopsis, after dying from a strange illness that she suffered for three years, a mother returns home to pick up her children. A little bit more to it than that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty, you know, pretty direct to the point. It's not really telling you much, but. I guess it works. So, so yeah. So the uh, one thing I do want to talk about Jocko Anwar. He is a pretty prolific Indonesian director. He got a start as a journalist, and eventually was asked by a producer after doing a, an article about that producer to help write something. And he ended up going on to win like some Indonesian awards for for that script. Uh, let me just find. It was for. Joni's Promise is the name of the film from 2005, uh, originally called Janji Joni, and he ended up with, like winning some awards for it. So that that sort of his was his his first taste. He wrote and directed it as well. And so I've I've heard of Joko, but I, I've never seen any of his any of his work, you know. And I, I've heard some good things. He did a film called Ritual, which I heard some good stuff about from 2012. Oh, yeah. And you know he did a film called Jakarta Undercover, which got a lot of praise in uh, in Indonesia. So you know he's at least in his home country a pretty prolific director, and he's got a, gotten a lot of praise from from his work. And he also just started directing a series for HBO Asia, which so I don't know if that means we can watch it or not, but it's a TV miniseries called Folklore, which sounds really cool. It's it. The synopsis of this is, this HBO Asia original horror anthology series features the deeply rooted superstitions and myths across six Asian countries, including Indonesia, Japan, Korea, Malaysia, Singapore, and Thailand. So that to me, like, that just, you know, that speaks to me because I I would love to see that. Like, I love folklore and all six of those countries, at least the ones that I, you know, am more familiar with have some pretty interesting myth and folklore behind them. So I'm sure that would be super interesting. So I don't know if we'll get a chance to see it here. I don't know if it's going to be on HBO, but I assume if it's HBO Asia, it, it, it may not be. So, but that sounds super interesting. So Joko has, uh, you know, like I said, pretty, pretty prolific in his country. And one, one, I read some praise about him. So Maggie Lee, this is a quote from Maggie Lee from The Hollywood Reporter. She wrote that Anwar's films would make Hitchcock and Almodovar proud and mentioned that Joko Anwar accessorizes his creepy suspense horror with a dazzling array of auteur homage. So, you know, like I said, it seems like he gets a fair amount of praise, not only in his home country, but but here in America and, and other places around the world. So... And I had never really, you know, I've heard of his name, but I, I've never seen his films, and I wanted to familiarize myself with him. And, you know, for me, I was just thinking that this is a, a Shutter exclusive. You know, Shutter just picked this up and, and put it out there, and I, I didn't really know much about it. So 
you know, it is kind of interesting because this is this actually shares a, a, some more than a passing similarity to "May the Devil Take You," I, I would say, which obviously was another Indonesian film from Timo Tajanto, which we reviewed, uh, you know, about a month ago, maybe. Did you did any of you guys get that like sort of odd that uh, these were similar stories? No. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> wow! Wow! Cody, I'm sorry, I was talking. I was talking on mute. Um, I think it was an arc. I think it was an architecture thing that reminded me more than anything. Like not necessarily. I almost got a bloody yeah. nose from just like laughing out of my nose at that fucking reaction. Jesus Christ! Uh, not not any discernible way. Like uh, for me. Well, I, I, like just the just the way I, the house looked. I guess. Did you guys watch the movie? Like, it's about a fucking family member who something happens to, yeah. and then like there's possessions and other stuff happening to the rest of the family. Do you guys watch the fucking movie? Are you yeah. telling us or you're asking us? I mean, yeah. Then say something, Raymond Shadow. I'm trying to post a link. You, what are you posting a link for? Someone's asking about it. At fucking about 12 you know a.m.? Po- and you know how to post a link? I'm figuring I'm, I'm doing He oh. doesn't. That's why the, yeah, he's, the he's gonna be he's going to be busy all night. <laughs> is it trickertradio.com give him a 15 piece puzzle he'll be, he'll be <laughs> that's numbered um, yeah no I mean I, I, it's not that I don't understand what you say Johnny I just like think that you just don't care I got it there's a way to um, well generally I don't care but wow. there's, there's, a, there's a way to um, uh, there's an interesting way to tell a story uh, which maybe is made the devil take you, and then there's this way. Um, and I, I, for my sensibilities, I didn't. Uh, this just didn't jump out the screen with me. Now, to be fair, and I've kind of downplayed this because I didn't want to uh, compromise any of my bookings or anything else. Um, and I don't even know if Wolfie knows, um, but I've been bookings? like, uh, like I didn't, I didn't, I, I've, I've done a bunch of stuff this week that even uh, I, I can't talk about. Um, and I didn't Ooh. want anybody to think about it. In Indonesian specific. No, and I didn't want anybody to, uh, uh, don't you have a 5 a.m. meeting to go to? Um, <laughs> uh, and I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't want anybody to think that I couldn't do what they uh, were expecting me to do or paying me to do. But um, I've been like battling a oppressive sinus infection. Like I, they've tried two different antibiotics. Um, and it's just now getting a little better and I still have a tremendous amount of pressure. Um, and, uh, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't do this movie any favors for me. So, you know, like, uh, I, I will, I will give that, I don't want to say caveat, but I will give that, you know, thing to say that maybe a lot of my disinterest came from that. It was literally hard for me to watch. Um, uh, of no fault of its own uh, to but you know today i rewatched it and didn't like it that much either <laughs> so i guess maybe i maybe i'm full of shit <laughs> <laughs> all right so the so the, yeah this i mean i guess we got to kind of like get through this fairly quickly so i'm not going to break down the the whole plot of the movie uh, we'll talk in in general and you know generalizations about it and then we'll get into sort of thoughts about it but to me, right right from the bat, this had a big '70s feel to it. This film, and I love. Yeah, that. I agree. That's fair. 
like just the camera work, the slow zooms in, the the titles, the score, the look. I agree. I agree. It was very seventies. I agree. And I think it fit the material exceptionally well. So that set a really nice tone for me. And it just it just it had me hooked right from the beginning because of that, because just I just was in. It had me had me in, had its hooks in. So uh I really loved it and I love that there was some great you know I I wouldn't even foreshadowing might be too subtle a word, but with the bell, like mm. you know, like I guess maybe there's a there's a thing to films uh, now, you know, like ghost uh, ghost clap comes to mind where yeah. like there's a gimmick, and it's sort of like Chekhov's gun where you show it early and often, and then it has like a a, a you know like a strong effect later on. I I knew obviously immediately that this bell was going to play heavily into the story, oh, which, yeah. Yeah. which it clearly which it did. did. And part of me liked that. And part of me wished that it wasn't so obvious, I guess I didn't mind it being so obvious. Yeah. And because and, that, that really wasn't the big thing that, that I was gearing towards in this film. Yeah. My, yeah. my, my, the big thing I was gearing towards in this film was scares. And this, this movie delivered that. Yeah, you know, it, it definitely. Yeah, I think it definitely delivered the, the scares for sure. Uh, yeah. Now that's a subjective thing, of course. And and sure. you know, when we were talking about "May the Devil Take You," you had said that you weren't scared at all of that MZ, right? No. If I recall correctly, yep. so this one worked for you in, in terms of the scares. The the scares in this movie were really really well done, very well uh, timed out. Uh, at times, you think you think you know. Everything is back to normal, and then boom, you're not, and you never know where it's going to come and get you. And uh, I mean, you like you were talking about the bell. I think I think the uh, the idea of of the bell, like you you thought it was overdone, that it was too well, heavy handed. Uh, well, I didn't say that. I, it, like I didn't think it was too overdone, but I, I guess it, it just made me think of how films these days use that sort of gimmick, and. And I, I had a, I knew early on that it was gonna be a big part of it. That didn't necessarily bother me, but you know, like even still, when you hear that ding, 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 the, like the ring yeah. of the bell, every time it almost it got me though. But, so it but was effective. But but the ghost clap in what is it? Was it the Conjuring, conjuring that has yeah. the ghost clap? Yeah, that now see that never that did nothing for me. I don't know what it is about Asian horror films. And this is a very sort of Asian horror film, yeah. too. Yeah. The, the, I don't know what it is about Asian horror films that fucking scare the shit out of me. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know what it is. You're a ghost racist. I don't. <laughs> wow. See, I, I thought these scares were, like, a little too spoon-fed. Like, yeah. they I were agree. just, like, the the music was... Scare time. Oh, oh, yeah. You, if, you, if the... you could get scared from this movie without even looking at it because of the music. Just out of the sheer, all of a sudden, there's boom. Oh, sure, the there's, musical there's a, cues. There's a noise. Uh, yeah, I and agree. that that was more shocking than the visual I, aspect. I agree. The musical cues would kind of give it away if you're like, you know, just just watching it. But man, I'm I'm watching this movie and I am dialed in. Okay. Yeah, because I was dialed in too. I, I was really dialed in because yep. of the location, because of the house, because of the. the the, 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 just the way the house looks on the inside, and the camera work was the, exceptional. For, right, for me. I yeah. mean, there's this one scene, or one location, I should say, where they're going through a doorway and they're going up a flight of stairs, yeah. 
and it's just the way that camera is set up right where the 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 steps are 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 up on the like the right hand side while the camera's on the left hand side yep and there's just something very eerie about that and being in an I, I'm imagining in an old house or whatever but the musical cues uh yeah, I mean, uh, to a lot of people, that could give it away. To me, it's just anticipation of what's to come. And while to some that might not be a very good thing, to me, the way they draw it out, you never know when it's going to come. You know, it, it's it's like Jason coming out of the water. You know, you get that. You don't have a crescendo of music hitting you, and then Jason pops out. No, it happens. It happens when you least expect it, and that's what this movie delivers. And I love that. And and to be fair, like this film was consistent too. So it wasn't that you know some of them were it had like a stinger where it was like you know mm. it it was consistent in in the way that it did scares and and I, I appreciated that. <laughs> Your stinger is awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm scared. Just I'm scared now. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think I think that it was you know that it played it that way, and it, the, the consistency I think really helped because. I I'm not a big fan of jump scares, and I felt that these, I, I felt that the the scares in this were able to build nicely, where there was some suspense and then nothing happened. It wasn't right. that stinger where it was just like, okay, now jump, you know, mm-hmm. like so for me, I think they they worked in in that sense, and you know, we've sort of talked about this on the show that not not much scares me. I you know I think I'm kind of desensitized to it. But I definitely had a nice creep factor for this, you know, throughout this movie, which I appreciated. And the last Indonesian film that we reviewed, like we talked about, uh, what was it called again? May the Devil Take You. May the Devil Take You, yeah. Like I said, I didn't like that one too much. And I was talking about how I was getting tired of the whole, you know, the long haired, dark, the long, (laughs) dark haired. Well, you got to hear again. I got to hear again. And to be fair, Asians have dark hair. That's Uh very true. That's very true. So. To be perfectly honest, I and uh, yeah, I really can't distinguish what it is that this movie had that that movie did not have because they're b- both in a in a sense the same thing. Ma- maybe well, they it was were just almost told opposite, better. right? Huh? You know, like at the end of the day, they were almost sensibility wise opposite. Like not for nothing, that other movie had a fucking tiger come to life in it. You know, true, like that, true, like yeah. you know, like it, it, it was like this movie. While the musical cues put it uh, on the wrong side of subtle, like I, I feel like because uh, I, I, I mean, I, I like Aries put it perfectly when he said spoon fed, which is to say, Aries, that you're right. Oh, what are you trying to say? T- time stamp it means he's hungry. Yeah. Time stamp. Uh, uh, the uh, the but I mean, like, you know, if, if whatever the very more raw bombasticness of uh, uh, that other film didn't uh, resonate with you, then, um, you know, it's it, it's not unrealistic that this more, I don't know if even subdued is a, it, it was just real different. It, I, I guess maybe opposite's not fair, but like, you know, like, it, maybe you hate tigers, I don't know. <laughs> This is set in eighty one, right? Is that the? Uh... I, I I believe so. And actually, the, uh, Leanna made a point. She says, "Yeah, agreed. It was pretty seventies. Although the movie is a period piece, right?" 
And yeah, it definitely. I don't know. Yeah. Was it eighty one? Uh, yeah, that? I think it was said that it had the nineteen eighty one when it first came on. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I think yeah. Thought there's eighty three. They oh, said maybe, this maybe. movie is set in 1981, one year before the original movie was set. Yeah. This movie is a prequel to the 1982 cult classic with the same title. They had, they had Viewmasters, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, when they go off the beaten path in a raid, too, like, I feel like Indonesia still kind of looks like that. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we get a good setup here with this. And, you know, I think that. It's one theme of this is not only is is this creepy to watch on screen, but it's it's also fucking scary when your loved ones deteriorate to the point where you're making plans for them to to die. That right. in and of itself, I think, is scary enough. And you know, everyone can relate to too. I mean, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. you might not get you know. I'm pretty sure Freddy's not going to fucking command your dreams, but right. you're going to encounter this at some point. Right. So everyone and, is going to go through this at some point, and 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 I thought that that I've was been going through it for six years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's not a fun thing to 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 have happen, as as Mars can can speak to. Because even down with like the when the 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 sun was like combing her hair. Yeah, yeah. You know, and. You know, was falling out. You know, and just but that was his ritual. That was his ritual with with mm. the mother, right? Yeah, and everyone has their sort of thing that they do and their jobs. It, yeah. So not only was the way it was filmed creepy, but but there's just something really scary about that sort of pending right. moment where you're just waiting. Like I, you know, like it's still a little fresh for me, but like with my cat Bootsy, like I knew she was sick. Right. I knew she was. She was on borrowed time. I knew it was just a matter of time, and I could come home at any time and just you know find her there. You know, right? I think mortality is one of the you know, scariest yeah. things. Yeah, so it, it is. We're faced with that mortality, not our own, but other people and people that we love. And right. you know, that's just a scary concept. <laughs> and I think that that works. You know, like on on multiple levels. And I think everyone can relate to that. Are those sheets rubber? <laughs> <laughs> what you want? You want some of those? I could use some. In the I, sexy speakeasy. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sleep on tops. Uh, tops, tops. On top or tarp? Uh, well, listen, I'm in some weird shit. I'll do fucking both. <laughs> Why don't you come over? Watch a movie at my house. You want happens. some rubber sheets? Yeah, man. Christmas is coming. <laughs> Coding. <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> no, is Coding still there? Yeah, Coding's there. I'm here. Why are you oh, calling Coding? We're always fucking trying to make him stop. He won't stop. <laughs> Did I miss that? Well, yeah, it was before you get on. He, we're, I asked him what he wanted us to call him because we call him Nathan Cotton Coy Vance Duke. And he said, Cody's fine. And so MZ says, I'm going to call you Coding. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just figuring that out now? No, I don't. Like, there's two people in that room I like a lot, and they're diagonal from each other, I think. <laughs> Who, uh, uh, MZ and Raven Channel? Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to uh, say. I feel like that's an L, but <laughs> I'm not up on my geometry. So. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so, you know, there's... So, the, right off the bat, I mean, there's some scary imagery and there's some just some scary themes that are being dealt with here and you know i think it's no secret because we even mentioned it in the in the synopsis but the mother he dies fairly 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 early into this and there was that cool scene where it was foreshadowed because the daughter saw a, like a vision or a dream of it happening and then it actually happens and in your head you're thinking she just 
she had had a premonition of how it was going to happen. And then it sort of kept you guessing, are they going to do what happened in the dream or are they not? You know, and I just thought that was really effective because it sort of trained your brain to think one thing. And then, you know, is that going to happen or is it not? And I thought that was, that was super cool. And, you know, the, every time you hear that fucking bell, you're like, oh fuck, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) and it's also the use of the sound of the bell too. Like, like if you, like how, how far you are away from that bell ringing, you know, if it's really distant or if it's really close, I don't know. There's something about that that just really sent the chill down my spine. That yep. where where the the use of sound in this movie uh, played played a pretty, pretty oh, yeah. big part in this movie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, let's. You know, I think there's a lot of other things that I could that we could probably discuss about this, but I want to get I want to get Cody's thoughts, Cody. Not Cody, and I want to get Cody's thoughts on this flick here because he did help us pick this one. We gave him a list of a few flicks, and uh, so I guess Cody, what what made you decide to pick this flick first, and then give us some some thoughts about it? Um, I basically I saw the trailers for the things that I had sort of uh, at my disposal, yep. and this looked like the most interesting thing to me. Yeah, uh, and I think I made the right choice. I I, I enjoyed it uh, a good amount. Um, it's uh, it's definitely a little long in the tooth. Uh, like no way this needs to be in excess of a hundred minutes. Mm. Um, but I did, uh, I did enjoy it. Um, it kind of, um, especially the first, uh, I don't know, say, uh, hour or so kind of felt like a, like an Indonesian, like a conjuring movie or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just uh, it felt uh, it felt very familiar, which I thought was interesting. I'm not I'm not a tremendous I don't have a huge knowledge of uh, of uh, contemporary Indonesian horror or really any Indonesian horror or anything like that. But it was uh, it was interesting to watch something that felt so uh, something so so familiar uh, in that way. It was just an interesting yeah. experience. It was uh, it was uh, good and spooky. I thought. I mean, the scares. Um, most of it is. Uh, you could say they're sort of paint by numbers, uh, but they worked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. There's one one uh, kill in there or death, I guess, <laughs> that really um, stands out with the rest of the movie. Was it the, mo- pop- the motorcycle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was pretty yeah, fucking brutal. Yeah, I definitely had been like watching a like a haunted house movie. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, definitely uh, not the kind of death you would expect <laughs> in a movie like this. No, hell, like eighty five minutes in, you get a somebody splattered pretty good, and I thought, wow, yeah. especially when you have like a like a like that one of the more effective scenes that one shot where they find the grandma. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like, like, like if you put me there and then jump full like to that. I'd, you like would have thought I was watching a different movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, because the the dude's face definitely gets dragged across concrete. To, right. Yeah. To, definite road rash. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was pretty fucking brutal. And I love the setup to it. Like you know, like someone just fucking runs across the road, and you know, like obviously it was, you know, there was something more to it. But yeah, I, I just thought that was, you know, sort of was a surprise and and kind of came out of nowhere and you still like you didn't really know what to think of Hendra that was the character who was in, involved in the in the motorcycle accident because mm. like you know the motives weren't set at this point so I didn't know quite what to think about him or his dad and 
so I thought that that was sort of an interesting of like, oh, okay, like I, I think his story's over now. <laughs> yeah, kind of puts a, uh, it kind of ends decisively. Yeah, exclamation point on it for sure. Yeah, yeah. So that was it. It was cool to see those change, this sort of change of pace here and there with, you know, with things like that and some of the gore and some of the scares. I, I thought that that really sort of helped helped it along. And you know, I thought the runtime was fine, but. You know, for someone who, who, you know, like Cody, who thinks that the runtime might have went a little bit too long, I think those moments really helped kind of move it along and, and so that it didn't sort of have this even keel throughout, you know. Yeah, it made for it made for sort of an interesting mix. Um, I, I definitely, like I said, it, I, I think it, it could have... It could have stood to be a little shorter, but I was never bored uh, at any point, for sure. I oh, definitely yeah. enjoyed yeah. myself the whole way through. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And these the kids in this movie get fucking terrorized like there's some like pretty there's that scene where uh is it ian was the youngest one i believe yeah where he he ends up go leaving the bedroom to go down the hallway and is he gets caught on like a, a oh, gee, oh geez, that scene yeah. was fucking brutal are you talking about the uh the the uh the hands in the door oh that door. no no i'm thinking of the um the scene with the uh uh, the bed sheet, the bed sheet in front of the picture. Oh, the kids oh, throw the oh, sheet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That. Oh my god. That, there was a couple yeah. really good ones. Yeah, yeah. The, a lot of a lot of nail play in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was some nail play in this. Um, yeah. yeah, but there was there was that scene. There was the one where where Ian was sort of holding on. He was being sucked sort of back. And he was like holding on, mm-hmm. waiting, you know, and waiting for his brother to come to come save him. Like, I thought there was a couple real effective scenes like that, and you know, and and you know, it's interesting because we have the the father in this played played by Bront Palaray, and uh, you know, I thought his character was 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 pretty cool, but yeah, yeah, I, you know, like he, it was interesting that he sort of disappeared for a little while, and you know, like obviously he kind of didn't really know what the fuck was going on because he wasn't around. And, you know, I thought that that was kind of negligent. <laughs> and and I, I kind of wonder how much he knew about this whole plot, if any. Like, I, I thought it was, I actually thought it was super interesting that, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it. I don't want to give too much away, but, you know, there definitely is a cult, you know. Uh, um, I'm just trying to think if it's, a, if it's a spoiler, if I say what kind of a cult it is. Mm. Is that spoiler? Is it a cult of personality? <laughs> no. Whoa. Uh, hmm. I, I I won't say, but it, I think it might be a spoiler. Yeah, but there's, but the the revelation of like the ages of the kids, like that whole thing, I thought was super interesting. Like that was fucking cool. Yeah, and and how like they were trying, like there was a deal made in this, and how they were trying to circumvent that deal, I thought was really interesting and really cool. And, you know, and then when a kind of was coming to fruition, it's like, oh, shit. Okay, now now I get it, you know, and there was some twists and turns in this. And, you know, but I, I really love that that revelation of, uh, you know, like, I don't want to say too much, but, you know, about, you know, how, how far apart the kids' age ages were and, you know, how they were trying to kind of game game the system, so to speak, I thought was was really cool. Yeah. And I had never heard of a, a cult like this. I, you know, obviously, I didn't at the time had never seen Satan Slave, the 
1982 film. So I'm sure you know I'm sure it's discussed there, but I've never seen a a, a film that deals with this kind of cult, which I thought yeah. Was, I wonder how much cool. of that is is ruined by if you had saw the other one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I had no fuck. I had no fucking idea. Right. Like right. I like I don't like even like it was so not a thing that even when that stuff started to like uh, it actually reminded me of um i mentioned it before hereditary in a way where like when all that shit starts to happen like it was a like i was like what am i what movie am i watching like it like i felt like it wasn't like i like it ain't a good way you know what i mean yeah yeah like i wonder if like you would sit down and know that that's where this was going. If you had seen the other one, um, based on what I've read and which isn't just a ton, um, it seems like the biggest thing you'd come away with from the first one is, um, there is a significance to the very end of the movie. Uh, yeah. okay. would have, yeah, that, uh, okay. that you'd pick up, uh, having seen the first one. And There's like a revelation that I guess I didn't, I didn't quite get. And and that makes sense. I, I, I do want to actually go, go, see the the 1982 film because yeah. the ending for me it did not that it felt flat but it seemed a little like odd you know and i was like yeah well that's an interesting way to end it but now that i know it was a prequel i actually didn't know it was a prequel i thought it was just a remake so that is interesting and i'm sure that that is a, a, an even cooler revelation now you know having if you've seen the the original film so so yeah, so that that actually you know sort of helps. I didn't really have an issue with it, but I just thought it was like okay, that's an interesting decision to end it that way. But yeah, but I, th- I think that's I think that's pretty cool. I definitely want to check that out now. And I think that you know the director um, Joko Anwar. I think that he he really has a a, a a really strong eye for subtlety and and the creep factor. And I think he he really nails the shots for maximum effect. Like these very simple shots. He was able to, you know, get the maximum of of creep and tension out of them just by very subtle movements of the camera and and even oh, some yeah. some of the ways that he sort of you know like had the the camera move um, you know kind of horizontally in in like a you know like a half circle sort of thing like there's some scenes where uh, where that that occurs and I thought that that was really cool as well so yeah I, th- I think he he. He he did he added a lot to this, um, based on his on his direction, and I personally want to go dig up more of his stuff because I was really really impressed with with the way he with, uh, the way he directed it. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but there was a tro de rope line in this. Did you yes, guys? I did. <laughs> yeah. When they were they were in the well, he's like tro de rope. <laughs> this it's a tragedy tiny's not here i know this Real is like the, this is like the perfect show for tiny and he's not yeah. there but yeah and there was uh, one of the scenes i fucking loved was uh when the dad um was out in the rain and he's like come forward fight me like yeah, yeah. i just thought that that was like so badass and like spoke to you know even though he was kind of like maybe not the best dad you know there uh, were kids yeah, yeah, but you know, it makes sense why there were so many kids. But I, I thought that that was like, like, don't fuck with my family, and I just thought that that was right. a really cool moment. Mm. Uh, the Indonesian culture does this thing where they manage to have these like very. There's just something about the way. Uh, I don't know, like, like it's just presented in a way. Like, I feel like there are these very masculine moments 
that are handled with so much heart they they almost like transcend the way they would be in like a you know another uh another culture's films Rimcho, you said twelve thirty. It's twelve twelve. Yeah, I gotta go. Rimcho's gotta go. I gotta go. I got a long you fall asleep? Yeah, I gotta get. I gotta get up early. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm we'll give you a verdict. I'm running out of fumes. Uh, yeah. You better fucking text us. You're gonna fucking drive off the road. I, just, I have to. Yeah. Why don't you sleep in the other room? I'm not even drinking. It sucks. <laughs> Ravenshed, I'm nearby. There's plenty of room in this bed. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Hey. Podcast. Uh, I'll even I'll even put up a tot. Oh, I like that. I got one of the trunk. You're just gonna push the Cheetos out of the way. <laughs> I don't have any Cheetos. I took a picture and showed you. <laughs> he wants them though. Um. Yeah. And once again, I I, I think it, it's not entirely this film's fault. Um. But <laughs> it, Jesus Christ, it wasn't. I wasn't in the mindset to really dive deep into into this. Um. <laughs> But hey, it, you know, it's it a fucking movie. Oh my god! You just get out of here! All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Cody's good hanging out, man. Be cool. Yeah. So you get, too, sir. Right. Trick or treat. Radio. We do what is that? <laughs> and there you have it—the fifteen-minute review. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> Liana. Right. It's yeah. done. That'll bring us up to uh, to twelve thirty. No, um, uh, it's say you know people like this stuff. It's fucking for them. Uh, it's a temper treat for me. No, wait. It's the barely a trip because it wasn't for me. Wow. You, <laughs> you better fucking go Just to go bed. home. Just sleep right. in your car. Just go. Just go. Right. Sleep in your car. Good. Ollie will be fine. I miss him. He's going to be pissed I'm at a, you. I'm going to give him a smooch. <laughs> All right. Bombaleo, uh, live fast, love hard, die with your mask on. See ya. Wouldn't want to be uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... I think we're starting to wind down here anyways because, you know, it's getting a little late. But um, I think I think the last thing that I'll say about that I have from my notes that I want that I can talk about that's not spoilerific was uh, when a certain character starts talking. I thought that scene was fucking pretty creepy. Mm. I don't I guess I don't, I mean, maybe it's kind of obvious if you've seen the movie, but or if you haven't, but I just don't want it to. You know, be too much of a spoiler, but there's a character who says something at the end that I thought was really cool, and I really did like the uh, what do they call them the 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 followers, the sort of cult as they sort of amass around the house, like very nondescript. They have umbrellas over their head covering, and all you can see are hands and and like black suits. Basically, I just thought that that was a really cool visual. It was it was kind of like almost like a stark contrast to the visual of the cult members in the void, like with the white, you know, cl- uh, the white, you know, like hoods and, and everything. Whereas this was almost like almost the opposite of that in a way where you had all black with their he- heads covered with the umbrella, which I just thought was a really cool visual having them all appearing around the house. So I thought that was pretty badass. All right. Well, does anyone else have anything before we head to the verdict on this? Anything they really want, want to discuss? No? Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to the verdict on this, baby. Trick or treat, baby. I wonder if people would say you're a trick or a treat. Trick or treat, motherfucker. All right. Verdict time. We'll let you know whether this flick is a trick or a treat and any final thoughts we may have. Uh, let's go in reverse order. And uh, I thought this movie was a fucking treat. I, r- I really love this, actually. And 
when when I saw it pop up onto Shutter, I'd heard some people saying, "Oh, you got to see Satan Slaves. You got to see Satan Satan Slaves." And I don't know why. I just sort of wrote it off and didn't really like think much of it. And so I'm glad that you ended up picking this, Cody, because I definitely would have seen it at some point, but I'm glad that I got a chance to see it now because it, it, you know, I, I really dug it. I, I just thought that it was, in a way, it was a, a, a bit of a convoluted story. Like there was a lot going on. There, there's the mother who's, who's an, you know, we didn't get into the, the mother being an artist and, and a singer, but, you know, Mars, they even talk about how, by the way, that fucking beard is killing me, man. <laughs> your your beard on the mic is killing me. Um but uh you know at the beginning they talk about the uh, you know about the the record label and how they're not going to get any more royalties and stuff like that. I thought that was sort of a, a interesting sort of discussion uh that you know if we were only talking about this movie could have could have sort of you know spiraled into a discussion about about music in general, you know. Yeah. So I thought that that was pretty interesting. So there was a kind of a densely packed story here but it was told in a very simple way where you weren't it wasn't too convoluted and you didn't get lost with what was going on but there was a lot of moving parts so i think i think that that was really sort of sort of smart you know like there was a lot to it but it moved at a good pace and didn't leave you behind so i I did really enjoy the story i thought this was a perfect amalgamation of of you know, of of direction, of story, of audio, you know, the sound cues, the score, like everything just really worked was and was on point uh, with this flick. And it makes me definitely want to go check out some more of uh, Joko Anwar's work because uh, I was really impressed with, with how he, you know, sort of had a mastery of, 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 of the camera and, and what he was doing. So, Definitely want to check out more. I think this is a huge treat, and this is going to be tough. This might break the top thirteen. We'll have to see. It's 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 sort of in the discussion right now. So, uh, so yeah. So and that's tough to do this year. So yeah, big time treat for me with Satan Slaves. So let's go to Cody. Oh yeah, treat for me as well. Um, it was um, uh, yeah, I would definitely be interested in checking out more of his stuff. Like I said earlier, it didn't. It, did, it didn't really rock the boat when it came to any of the uh, the scares. I think I used, I think I said it was kind of paint by numbers when it came to a few of them because it didn't like reinvent the wheel, but he made it look very easy and it was very effective. Um, it was good, creepy stuff. Um, I, I honestly don't get too too badly spooked by most stuff myself anymore. Yeah. But this did this this did the trick for me uh, a few different times. Uh, there's a good um. There's a really good uh. I don't. I'm trying to think how to phrase it. Um, there's a bit that kind of hinges on um, uh, a sound, um, the the like the sound of someone's voice. Oh uh, yes. The first like 30, 40 minutes, something like that. One of the scarier things I've seen in a movie this year for sure. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely a uh, a treat. All right, Mars Man. I I hate to almost echo what like what like Raven shadow says, but like it took me so many times to, uh, to actually feel like I watched this movie, despite the fact I looked at it like uh, a, a couple of times. Um, in fact, uh, the first time I, second time I watched it, or maybe I, maybe I started it and, and, and rewatched it again, like only watched it halfway and restarted it. I actually tried to watch the dub version cause my head was hurting so bad. I couldn't, I couldn't read subtitles 
and don't don't do that. Um, don't ever do that. <laughs> um, it's almost like someone. It's like when you watch one of those old movies where they overdub something to be funny with like funny voices or whatever, or or like making fun of a kung fu movie. Like it may be the worst dub in a movie that I've ever seen. Like the voice acting that they chose, and like it's really bad. Um, I almost want to abstain from from rating it because this movie couldn't like fucking get any traction with me. Like as I'm dealing with the deteriorating health of my father, not even uh, like uh, like ten months shy of dealing with the deteriorating health of. Kim's father and then you know uh, like 10 months uh, behind that with Kim's mother and then uh, you know still losing my mother and my grandmother within a, like a year of each other both in the same way like uh, it, it I don't uh, I, we broached this on my old other podcast but I just can't do movies about that I'm glad that I was afraid that it was going to be like, this is going to sound awful, but I was afraid she wasn't going to die. Like I was afraid that that was going to be something going on in the movie throughout the whole thing. Um, yeah, I just can't, that's I just almost can't fucking, scarier. yeah, I just yeah. can't fucking do it. Like I can't watch it. And you know, as I, you know, and then like, there was just a lot in this movie that was too close to home yep. for me right now that it just fucking really, you know, bothered me. Uh, to like in a way that it was distracting from the movie. Um, I do think that I didn't think it was too long. Um, and there's a few things here that I, I was felt so shitty. I was almost willing to take the hazing that would have come with me not watching a movie for the first time ever. Um, uh, but like there was a few things that brought me back in every time, like the revelations, like the motorcycle scene. Um, uh, like uh, the 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 likability of a couple of that's not a word. The how much I enjoy how much I enjoyed a couple of the characters. Now, uh, despite the fact that even in the dub version, where it was impossible to be like kind of vested in anyone, um, like there was a few characters that were so fucking likable. Um, it was, uh, you know, like I was I was into it. Um, the script I thought was. The, the dialogue, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, in character interaction, I thought was really good. Um, I just, I don't know, it, it didn't work for me. Um, I, I, I'm hesitant, I'm hesitant to call it a treat, but if, if somebody, a uh, trick rather, but if somebody made me rate it right now, it would, it would be a, it would be a, a trick. But I think at the end of the day, I, I don't think that I am able to give this movie a, like a fair chance. Like, because if you look at a movie this year, like, um, taste of phobia, or there was another one that I just fucking really had a hard time getting through, but then eventually did. Um, I didn't hate this movie. Uh, I just didn't, I just wasn't feeling this movie, I guess. So uh, right. that's, that's that. All right. MZ. When you when you were mentioning about the umbrellas and the people in the black, uh, dressed up in black, uh, I had to th- I tried to think about what I know I've seen that look before and I was and I and it came to me it was uh, drawings from Edward Gorey. Oh yeah, yeah. So I can I'm see thinking, that totally. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking yeah, nice maybe, pull. 
So I'm th- yeah, so I'm thinking maybe maybe a little Edward Gorey was uh, had a little inspiration in this, and not to mention uh, as far as the uh, the sa- the uh, the sound goes in this movie is awesome. I mean, there's the bell that I mean that's a given, but I, I, I just remembered also uh, the asthma breathing as oh, well, yeah, which was yeah. super creepy. And yep. speaking as someone who has asthma, I can certainly attest to you that that. That that can be uh, quite jarring, you know. Yep. Uh, that that happened to me this week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, my nasal, my upper respiratory system, like, shut down. Oh, <laughs> like, because it just swelled. Like, the infection, like, closed it up. Like, I had to breathe through my mouth. Uh, I know the feeling. I've been there. I know the feeling. Uh, I think the scares in this movie were very well placed and well, uh, uh, well timed out. Good pacing on that. Uh, I thought the score was pretty good. I pay attention to the score this time around. I thought the score was pretty decent. Performances all around were really, really good too. Uh, it also deals with, uh, something that we all deal with or have dealt with. And, you know, that's the loss of a, of a, of an elder family member and uh that all uh, you know that all bites the big one but um you know but uh oh i'm tired <laughs> we'll wrap it up so we okay. can finish okay so yeah this 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 was quite an enjoyable film uh uh, a little splash of violence here and there never hurt anybody and uh i i did enjoy this the, the scares were great this is a treat all right Let's wrap it up with Aries. Oh, God. You know what? I hate the fact that you made me go last for this movie because... Oh, no. Raven Shadow, it's his fault because he was going to go last. He was going to go last. Yep. But, okay. that well, So I'll, I'll, I'll smack him later. Um, because for the entirety of this review, I couldn't figure out whether you guys were fucking with me, I wasn't getting something, or I watched the wrong movie. You watched the wrong movie. I watched the wrong movie. There was no fucking subtitles in the one I watched. <laughs> Well, or or did you write the watch the right movie with no subtitles? Oh no, I watched the right movie, oh, okay. but there were no subtitles. Yeesh. Yeah. How do you, how do you get? What? Oh. <laughs> but, but I sat I th- through the whole motherfucking movie. I think the <laughs> subtitles were watch? some of the best that we've ever that I've ever read. Huh? I, I'll have to take your word for that. <laughs> they, they really were. They because were really easy to read this there time. There wasn't around. a single fucking word in the movie I watched. <laughs> wow. I was like, these these motherfuckers are fucking with me. I'm like. I don't think they understand when I say I don't like subtitles. <laughs> don't get rid of the subtitles. Like, well, there, was, I, like, there was a character named Tony, so you probably yeah. could have understood that. Fast Tony. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, the overall wow. plot, like, I can't really comment on that because, yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on. But, like, as I stated before, some of the scares were a little just too spoon-fed, but there were some that were, were, were gradually built and done very well. As Wolfie stated with the, the closet, I thought that yeah, was that was done point. great, and and MZ you said with the sheet, I thought that was great. So there were aspects of this movie that were great. I probably will try to take it and take the time and watch this with the subtitles and and get the full <laughs> feeling of this movie. <laughs> but all in all, this movie, oh, from boy. what I gathered from it, this is a treat. <laughs> there you go. Did you watch it on your phone? Excuse me. Did you watch it on your phone or on your tablet? No, I watched it on the TV. Weird. Yeah, that's weird. Because I do have trouble um, trying to watch. 
like uh, trying to watch some movies the, on the system that we all have um, on my phone with subtitles. The subtitles don't come true unless I use an actual uh, media player. I, I don't know if I just didn't turn them on or something, but Pro- uh, probably because yeah, there, there are subtitles. But eh, you know what? A for effort. That seems to be the uh, <laughs> the theme of the night. A for effort. So. Well, that is going to wrap up our discussion about Satan Slaves. It is available on Shudder. It's a Shudder exclusive. So uh, if you got that service, then uh, go ahead and check that out. Now, next week, we uh, we don't have a guest lined up. I, I think we're just going to kind of play it, play it cool. Last show of the year before we do the year end. You know, because we, we got to record uh, two podcasts next week. So maybe, maybe we'll try to... Two podcasts? Tupac? What? I said two podcasts, oh, you asshole. Okay. <laughs> Tupac. <laughs> Tupac. <laughs> so anyways, next week, I don't know if we're going to have a guest. As of now, we do not have one, and I think we're going to keep it that way. But we're going to do a film that Mars is really excited about from the creators of Wolf Cop, Super Grid. Nice. Be looking forward to this one, Mars, right? I... <laughs> you don't remember, do you? <laughs> no, I do, but I thought we weren't doing it. Like, I can't remember what got mixed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wanted to do it. So it's directed by Lowell Dean, uh, the director nice. of, of Wolf Cop and another Wolf Cop, and it stars Leo Fafford, who plays Wolf Cop. So. And it's got Christian in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think Christian is Oh, in yeah, it. he is. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jay Rezzo is Curtis. So there you go. So, yeah, we're going to do Super Grid, and it is now... Available on VOD. And then we're also, just because it's around the holidays, we got to fit a Christmas movie in. We seem there to do it every go. year. And we're going to be doing a film from Artsploitation Films, Christmas Blood. This one looks pretty interesting. So, that so is all. We're also- not doing Snowflake. That's what it is. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. God damn it. That's the other one I was excited for. <laughs> well, I mean, there's always next year, Mars. Well, I won't make my list then. Could make your list next year. It won't. I can't. That's why Psychopaths isn't on my list this year. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to do Super Grid and Christmas Blood, our last December double feature cram jam. If you guys are interested, want to play along at home, feel free to watch those. If you want to send in your thoughts, feel free to do so. Podcast at trickortreatradio.com. We love hearing your voice, but you can also send in an email as well. And uh, if you go to trickortreatradio.com and click on. Uh, we have a, a link right there on the front page. Just click on contact and leave a voicemail, and it brings you right to the website so that you can actually leave a voicemail right from the site. So I think that works on uh, mobile now as well. So if you don't want to send an actual email, go to trickortreatradio.com, click on contact, leave a voicemail. You can do it that way. So looking forward to that last show of the year, and then we will be compiling our year-end uh, films are top 13s and uh, we'll be doing that for the year-end show which will drop on january 1st so the first day of the year you're going to kick it off with us so that is uh yeah that's what's going on next week so we do have one voicemail and uh get everything set up make sure it's not muted like last time so we're going to cut to that voicemail and we're going to hear from our boy first time mike The Boy Who Laughed at Santa Claus by Ogden Nash. In Baltimore, there lived a boy. He wasn't anybody's joy. Although his name was Jabez Dawes, his character was full of flaws. 
In school, he never led his classes. He ate old ladies' reading glasses. His mouth was open when he chewed, and elbows to the table glued. He stole the milk of hungry kittens, and walked through doors marked no admittance. He said he acted thus because he said there wasn't any Santa Claus. Another trick that tickled Jabez was crying boo at little babies. He always brushed his teeth, they said, in town, sideways instead of up and down. Yet people pardoned every sin, and viewed his antics with a grin, till they were told by Jabez Dawes, there isn't any Santa Claus. Deploring how he did behave, his parents swiftly sought their grave. They hurried through the portals pearly, and Jabez left the funeral early. Like whooping cough from child to child, he sped to spread the rumor wild. Sure as my name is Jabez Dawes, there isn't any Santa Claus. Slunk like a weasel or a martin through nursery and kindergarten, whispering low to every tot, there isn't any, no there's not. The children wept all Christmas Eve, and Jabez chortled up his sleeve. No infant dared to hang up his stocking, for fear of Jabez's ribald mark mocking. He sprawled on his untidy bed, fresh malice dancing in his head, when presently, with a scalp a-tingling, Jabez heard a distant jingling. He heard the crunch of sleigh and hoof, crispy alighting on the roof. What good to rise and bar the door? A shower of soot was on the floor. What was beheld by Javis Dawes? The fireplace full of Santa Claus. Then Javis fell upon his knees with cries of don't and pretty please. He howled, I don't know where you read it, but anyhow, I never said it. Javis resigned the angry saint. This is, it isn't I, it's you that ain't. Although there is a Santa Claus, there isn't any Jabez Dawes, said Jabez with impudent vim. Oh, yes, there is, and I am him. Your magic don't scare me, it doesn't. And suddenly he found he wasn't. From grimy feet to grimy locks, Jabez became a jack-in-the-box, an ugly toy with springs unsprung, forever sticking out his tongue. The neighbors heard his mournful squeal. They searched for him, but not with zeal. No trace was found of Jabez Dawes, which led to thunderous applause. And people drank a loving cup and went and hung their stockings up. All you who sneer at Santa Claus, beware the fate of Jabez Dawes, the saucy boy who mocked the saint. Donder and Blitzen licked off his paint. Well, I think the moral of that story is... You can push Santa Claus, but don't push Santa Claus too far. He's going to step on your neck. <laughs> but, in all seriousness, wanted to bring some class of proceedings. This is first time, Mike, wishing you all, from my family to yours, the merriest of Christmas, the happiest of holidays. Love you all. Wishing you all the best. Hope you get what you want. And have a good one, guys. Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. Bye. Yeah. Awesome. First time, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, man. That was fun. I'd never heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck with Santa. He'll fuck you up, MZ. I like this lineup. Can we keep this lineup? <laughs> Get rid of Raven Shadow and uh, keep Cody? Oh, man. It'd be so good. Yep. <laughs> If, if you ever want to see why we're so fucking different, I'm literally like couldn't get out of bed and still, you know, 
still on the fucking show. And he left early. So, uh, well, he's here, but he's here now. He's soft. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're we're gonna wrap things up here. So, Nathan Cotton Coy Vance Duke, man, it was fucking awesome having you on, buddy. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're the fucking best. <laughs> Is, uh, you know, I, I, obviously I know you don't have your own podcast. Is there anything out there though? Is there anything you want to, you want to promote, whether it's, you know, something you've been digging, you can, whatever you, you know, you got, you got a platform here, man. Oh, hell no. No, I think I'm, I think I'm, <laughs> I don't do, I don't do shit. I just listen to y'all's podcast, <laughs> but, uh, I, I do appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, of course, man, and uh, looking forward to you know, you know, maybe we'll hear you again on the on on the cult one of these days. Uh, but it's I love always, those episodes. Yeah, it's always it was always fun hearing you on the cult of muscle. So if uh, if you guys out there have never listened to the cult of muscle and liked hearing uh, Cody, go. yeah, go check out his uh, appearances on the cult of muscle. So there you go. If you can't get enough Cody in your life, you got some more to look forward to. So they out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Or you can just go down to the, uh, the you know, the deep woods of North Kakalaki and uh, and just yell for him, and maybe he'll show up. That's right. I mean, my dog minions will all run out of the <laughs> yeah. out of the out of the well. <laughs> I, I, I picture Cody's existence like Mandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, is there some like uh, crazy evil uh, near you that you know of, Cody? As my landlord. Oh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so well alright we'll go around the room and uh, MZ yeah, bags. and Merry Christmas Aries goodbye and no holiday wishes no Marsman you know I'm always really negative so I'm going to say something really positive first of all uh, Cody is one of my favorite people on earth he in on uh, on the cult he is uh Usually, like, uh, he's so well spoken that I enjoy uh, the fact that I generally disagree with him on most things. Um, he's very easy um, to, uh, to argue with. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I like it. But, um, you know, uh, I don't, uh, this is my one a year, so, so timestamp, as, as Raven Shades would say, uh, I don't think I could have done anything else for this amount of time, uh, with how I feel of it than, uh, uh, then hang out with you guys so uh you know thank you for uh for getting me through the night and uh you know uh it's it's a uh pleasure and uh wherever you go go fuck yourselves <laughs> <laughs> wow you're like mr christmas over there you didn't say anything christmas. yeah i hate i hate christmas now <laughs> christmas. when they start taking away your house and stuff you don't like it as much yeah that's true when, i guess yeah when you chimney when there's no chimney when there's no more chimney in hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is going to do it. And uh, episode 334. I want to thanks everyone. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out. Mm. Uh, we had a bunch of people hanging out in the chat room. It's good to see some old faces. Riku, Liana. Uh, we had uh, Evil Corny hanging out, of course, and some other folks. So appreciate it. And uh, obviously, it was great having Cody on. And uh, always love hearing from you, buddy. So, you know, uh, you ever want to want to hang out again, let us know and uh, we'll figure it out. See if there's ever n- another Leprechaun movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. If y'all are uh, if y'all are ever looking for a guest, uh, add me to your uh, your rotation. The roster. 
Oh yeah. It's like it's like the uh, the extended like Justice League, right, Mars? No, it's uh, it's much better than that. <laughs> All right. So uh, happy holidays to everybody out there. I know I don't know when people are going to hear this, but um, this is sort of the I guess the Christmas Yule week. Uh, so some people will be celebrating and listening to this. So. Uh, so there you go, and we will be back next week for episode 335. As I mentioned, we're going to be talking about Super Grid and also what was that? Christmas Blood. That's it. So uh, we look forward to uh, next week, and I don't know. I need a catchphrase. I always say just see ya. But uh, from Castle Wolfenstein, yeah, fuck off. Just shoot us a message if you need to, and then we'll uh, we'll uh, get you off. But yeah, Ooh. not that way. No. <laughs> hey. Hey. Take your pants off, Cody. If, if you're lucky, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of messages are we sending? <laughs> <laughs>